Arizona Sycamore. Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday the 5th of April, Easter Sunday, 2015. I'm your host Dan Train, joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Chocolate Day 2015. <laughs> and Robert Kemp. <laughs> he is actually here. He just can't summon a single word. No, we finally hear <laughs> Not even noises. It's just like literally <laughs> silence. <laughs> that is literally the first time. I have nothing. <laughs> you got nothing. I got nothing. You even got a good prompt from like the chocolate day. I did. Yeah, yeah. that gave you many openings from stupid things to say. <laughs> Stupidity, yeah. I, I was about to say, uh, for chocolate day, I haven't eaten any chocolate, but no, I broke that because you gave me chocolate. <laughs> yes, I did. I'm the, your supplier. <laughs> I, I didn't eat any chocolate until just, just then either. You're my, what, cho- you're my chocolate on? enabler. Well, but, me and Rob both got one of those bunnies. I know so. you've got those lint bunny things. Everyone seems to have a lint bunny, but nobody seems to have eaten them. They're just sitting there. It's Easter Sunday. What, this is the only day I've you're not supposed been to home them. very long. I haven't been no, awake very enough. long, so yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't have chocolate fair for enough. breakfast. But I thought, but I thought you're supposed to on this one day have chocolate for breakfast. I mm. thought that was the day. I would if it was white chocolate because that's not really chocolate, and it's so it's not really it's so chocolate. much not chocolate that you can just eat it whenever. <laughs> you think? I think so. I think it's sweeter than normal chocolate, isn't it? White chocolate. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah, I find it quite sickly. I like, like white chocolate. I was tempted to eat some jelly babies this morning because I've got a of those but I didn't so you know what was the chalky white chocolate buttons just buttons what they're called you know Capri's yeah I guess they just wear another version of buttons buttons yeah well they're not the really shit ones like the ones you'd get in the corner shop that were like what the fuck are these even made of covered in sprinkles (laughs) oh god they are really strange (laughs) what you mean razzies no you don't mean razzies what are razzies well they're like chocolate buttons but they're the ones covered in those weird coloured Oh. Like circles. In that case, of. yes. Yeah, you got the white and black chocolate. <laughs> they probably were actually branded no, Razzies. They're no, probably no. like an even shittier knockoff. Yeah, like, but, that's but, the sort of thing you get with like sugar mice and shit. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah and they're almost certain. Almost all of them are almost certainly some pick and mix company's random knockoff variant of it, as opposed to actually being Razzies. Yes, exactly. Like, who makes the banana foam thing? <laughs> Well, those well, the, well, them, you can get them in like Tesco's. I know, but who? I know, but who? Who, who was the originator of the banana foam or the shrimp? <laughs> well, who invented any of these dumb things? So who thought a sweet that like is a shrimp but has in no way anything to do with shrimp was a good idea? <laughs> the candy classics. Did they just like the shape of? They had something pink, and they were like, "What? What animal?" Is <laughs> we've that got this pink. pink we've well, already we've made this pink. pink substance. Yeah, yeah. It's all sugary, so we need a shape of something that's pink. I know prawns sound weird. Let's make that. <laughs> That'll get people intrigued, right? And they'll try it and go, "Oh, this tastes nothing like prawn. It's actually, it's actually delicious." <laughs> I'm not sure that's like when you first come to that as a child. I'm not sure you're thinking of like oh, prawn, prawns. prawns. You're probably not even looking at it. Oh, you're probably going face. <laughs> Stick this food in my face! It's like, how many children even know what a prawn is <laughs> by the first time they come across one of those? It's like a banana, that's, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know what that is. Or like a pig or something. It's like farmyard animal. You know what they are by the time you're like three or whatever. <laughs> but like prawns, like, you, you like you go through all the fish in the sea? Like, this is a cod and this is a place. You can't, they look exactly the same. <laughs> maybe, maybe the developers of these particular candies grew up in a seaside town, you know, with a, with a fishing community. Right, trawling for, for, for shellfish. Yeah. Cockle-shaped chocolates. 
They should do more, like, more obscure seafood. Well, they have, those, they have the Belgian seashells, of course. That's the other classic. Uh, yeah, but I've never really had those because they're a bit too... Yeah, well, yeah, they're Belgian. Yeah, you could make Belgian. luxury chocolate mussels where they're, like, you have to somehow they crack open, open them. Yeah, and then get We, them like, want, like, an outer shell of some kind of sugar and then an inside of some kind of, like, marshmallow or something. Yeah, <laughs> and they try and encourage you to open the shell rather than just go... <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to happen. Just You'd have to make it out of really crispy, something crispy, like caramel or something, I don't know. <laughs> like salt, like salt caramel. Crazy to eat. Yeah. Well, like, like molded, like, like, because uh, they usually comes in sheets, doesn't it? All that sort of shattery stuff. Yeah. How would you make a shell out of it? I suppose you can make just a thick version of it, right? You can't, yeah. It doesn't have to be all sheeted. Is it toffee and, to- no, toffee is like. Toffee tends to be kind of malleable. Yeah, malleable. What's the other one? Caramel. Yeah, you're saying. Yeah. Mm. yeah, you can you can hard caramel. You can solidify it. Hard caramel. So, there's toffee and then there's fudge, which is definitely malleable. Fudge is malleable. a lot softer. Yeah. Lot softer. Fudge is a really malleable. It's like it's like you try and bend it, it tears. Yeah, yeah. Whatever that is. Is that cool? No, not terrible. Ductile still means it stays, stays together. Attached, yeah, yeah. Is it ductile or ductile? <laughs> ductile. I like that. That's good. It's like malleable. Yeah, but I don't think it's meant to be, though, because malleable doesn't have an eye in it. <laughs> no, it does. But no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't have an eye in it. Back to words. We always get onto like grammar yeah. words for some reason. Reliable. Reliable. <laughs> and ductile and reliable. Uh, materials. Always do material science referring to sweets. <laughs> yes. The best way. Because that, that must be like, some of the weirdest stuff. In, in just mechanics. food in general. There must be the weirdest, like, descriptions of what this actually is. As Toffee does... Oh, not Toffee. Which one is it that's hard and you, you hit it with a hammer caramel. and it cracks? Caramel. It is caramel. Yeah. Is yeah. it? And that, it, that fractures. <laughs> yes. like, like glass, right? Fracture yeah. mechanics. Yeah. But that, I guess that that's brittle shell. is the word we're looking for, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, that'll do. Brittile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't have an eye in it either. No, I'm well, it does, but not there. Definitely not brittile. Brittle. That's something like Adam and Joe would say, like buton instead of button. <laughs> it's brittle. It's brittle. That's what it is. Yeah, brittle. <laughs> it's like Chipotle. It's brittle. <laughs> <laughs> How are you enjoying your bright lay candle? Candle? <laughs> candle. <laughs> That's a different kind of bright. <laughs> uh, this is like new brightness from Italy. Was that from caramel candle? <laughs> no, it's candy. Yeah, no, candy. Oh, candy. Or candy. 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 This conversation is very candy. Whatever that means. We're well, we're coining it. What does it mean? So, so take whatever your interpretation of that last conversation was. That's what candile okay, means. Okay, so, so candile of a conversation that means you're you're just changing the words, <laughs> pronunciation of words for no reason. Oh, no, I was assuming it meant that it's a conversation about candy. But oh, I see. This is a candile topic. Oh, uh, it's a perfectly cromulent word. <laughs> I, I feel embiggened. Yes. <laughs> 
Oh, man. How's everyone's weeks been? Zach, have you had any nightmares in the kitchen or in your Wi-Fi or whatever the fuck you were talking about normally? <laughs> normally. Yeah, we've got to have, like, graphics card interference updates. Uh, nothing, <laughs> I haven't fucked fuck around with it. It's working well enough. I also haven't finished updating Windows. I never got around to doing any more of those. Oh, yeah. Tons of extra updates that kept appearing. Okay. Because every time... I restarted, like, three times, and there's just more. Yeah. And then at some point, I was like, fuck this. <laughs> you could just wait until the next time I actually restart my computer for when the RAM fills up. What, in, like, six months? Yeah, however long it takes. A few <laughs> weeks. Depends what I'm playing, I guess. Stuff that takes up more RAM tends to stick. Stuff that leaks memory. Yeah, whatever <laughs> the fuck is wrong with my okay. RAM that just makes it fill up over time. Do you not... Well, I suppose you never turn your computer off, do you? No, exactly. That's why. Yeah. That's why I noticed that at all, I suppose. And you just get it, set up a scheduled task to make it reboot overnight or something. <laughs> yes, but then all the shit that's running wouldn't be running when I got to there. What got to it again? Unless I set everything to actually auto-run yeah. and do, like, auto-connects on all the various IRC and stuff, I suppose. I have to say, my Mac is pretty good at, like, it sometimes restarts its life because <laughs> like, it's had a wobbly or whatever when it's because I usually just put it back in sleep mode. But oh, it does cool. an amazing job of restoring the state of everything, even though it's restarted. Hmm. I mean, it does not perfect, but it's like, well, oh, that's pretty good. I don't know if it like actually saves the state of RAM like hibernation mode on Windows does. Okay, right, might yeah. do, but who knows how it works, but it seems to work. So then most things are moving away from actually having to shut down fully anyway. Oh, yeah. Really. Like, most devices want you to keep them in a state of perpetual standby of some form anyway. Just to go from praising Apple to complaining about them, iTunes is the only fucking thing that makes me restart my PC. Oh, it's because iTunes is a fucking terrible piece it's, of software. It's awful. It's the worst thing ever. The only, I, the only I thing good about it is AirPlay to multiple devices. It's got to the point where I can literally upgrade my graphics driver without restarting my PC, but I can't upgrade oh, yeah. iTunes. Yeah. Now that is insane. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, that is bad. Slash rant, <laughs> as they say. Slash rant. Do you ever use that stupid expression from Tinternets? No. Do you know? Do you have come across that? Presumably, it's a Reddit thing, right? No. Well, well it's, it's it way kind of older is. than Reddit. Like slash yeah. round. Well, it's just like a closing yeah. tag. It's just doesn't. Oh, like HTML. Oh, oh, HTML. Oh, it's HTML. Is it okay? I thought, well, I thought it was going to be like the old. If you're not going to say angle bracket slash, yeah, yeah, brand. yeah. I thought it was going to be like the old, like I don't know, messenger shortcuts you used to be able to do back in the. Oh yes, it's not slash arms. So that's a different. Yeah. Thing. Uh, no. <laughs> It's like slash thread. It's like the yeah. thread is over. Oh, yeah. End of thread. <laughs> I do just like in emails where I need to let off steam or something, I'll put a giant like in capital letters, begin of rant or something. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Commence then, rant. And then and then like talk about all the, all the problems I think I've had and then like end of rant. <laughs> and then go back to a normal discussion. Back, back to normal tone. Yeah. So not, nothing households. No, nothing I can think of that's been dramatic. We got a new vacuum cleaner, I guess. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> that's nothing to do with me. Is it a Dyson? Is it yeah, a... it's a new It's one of those handheld ones with like the little mini cyclones. Oh, right, okay. It sounded different, that's why I noticed. No, I, was, no. I was like waking up in the morning and I was like, someone's vacuuming, but that doesn't sound like our vacuum. Uh, <laughs> those actually sound kind of cool, those ones with the, the, the super long straight spout and then they they, yeah. they advertise it on telly as having like hey do you want a wall mount for your hoover <laughs> uh, do you want to have your hoover floor. hanging up somewhere instead of just sitting in the cupboard on the floor that is the weirdest thing <laughs> it's totally unnecessary also it's like 
it's so tiny, it just fills up really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's sort of a major design flaw in, like, I mean, it's well, yes, also it's, it's, it's designed for you to just do it in, like, every day, pretty much. You give it a quick, you give it a quick go over and you empty it that moment. <laughs> yeah, so, like, that's not going to happen. Really. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no. I mean, it might do with someone like me because I'm more, I'm more inclined to do small jobs that don't take very long as opposed to, like, going on an epic spree of stuff because I get bored. Yeah, I don't do that. I, I leave everything until the last, until it's as maximum, it's like washing up. It's like, I don't do right, washing right, up until you. there's literally no, none of the thing that I need to use. And then I'll do all of the washing up. Yeah. See, I don't like that. I, it's like, I'm a little on edge because there's quite a lot of washing up sat in the kitchen right now. <laughs> Just to be aware, <laughs> Rob is mildly tense right now. Because <laughs> there's a pile of washing I know that's there and it's, and I'm not going to do it tonight because, you know, you're here. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, I, I need to do, be having good times. Not good times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm, here, I'm here to have a good time, not a wash time. <laughs> That's my new wash time. <laughs> not a wash time. Hey, everyone. It's wash time. <laughs> as long as it's not freaking ironing time. Jeez. It takes freaking ages. I wouldn't know. I watch, <laughs> I, I watch Giant Bond Quick Looks while I'm ironing now. That's my new thing. Okay, that's actually a good idea. Yeah, that sort of works. Uh, and your videos, I'm sure. Find a fancy. Good save. Good save. <laughs> and and, and happysalad.net content. Check us out. Uh, anyway, uh, I think you have because you've clicked on the play button or the download it's button. It's like our last Final Fantasy video has all of four views so far, which is lower than well, average. Wow, that's that's a new record. It's been up for crap. like two weeks, hasn't it? I yeah. don't think I've watched that one, so don't worry. I'll add okay, five. I'll add seven. I'll add one there. I'm fair, this is, oh, the last. Mm, the last. Oh, wait, I haven't done the major story one though. Is it the last one was kind of just mopping up? Well, we ran around with those fucking tunnels and, and, and the fought a boss and the Shinra building again. <laughs> yeah, okay, that bit was a bit. Funny. I, I, I can understand why off. people might be skipping. That <laughs> I don't think people are skipping it though. I don't think with like our our apparent seven viewers <laughs> <laughs> that we have on a regular basis. <laughs> They just take some time to get to it. They, yeah, we have a loyal we have a loyal audience of people we don't know for this Final Fantasy stuff. Of as you say, not very many people. But we must we must finish off the job. Like we don't want to disappoint these seven people. No, come on, well, it's a good. It's not, it's not to do with disappointing people at this point. I just want to do it. Yeah, well, it's sure. good to have I've it. never seen the game, so no. you know that'd be something. No, and this is yeah, this is much much further than I've ever got with FF Seven. So. Is it further than you've got then? Yeah, I am. It's in it. Well, not oh. that we've uploaded so far, but we have recorded further than I've got. Okay. So, spoilers for future podcasts. There'll be a bit where I don't know what's going on any longer. So, what's your hour count? Oh, God. I've just rem- you've just reminded me of what the fuck happened. <laughs> yeah, we've oh. got some editing to do. Sometimes. Oh. <laughs> oh, Our hour count is like 35. Okay. But we have been pretty much mainlining it. We haven't needed to grind, and we haven't really been doing that much of the side okay. quests apart from ones that I remembered. I think I spent like 40 hours on KOTOR when I first played it, so... I spent over 120 hours in one game of FF8 doing all the side stuff, and I've never finished that game. Uh, so as long as you remember, like we did with Final Fantasy VII, which bits are the totally unnecessary, really long side bits, so we can avoid those. Like, like in Final Fantasy VII, we haven't done any chocolate really really cool shit, because I know, that, oh yeah, I know what the end result of that is, but there's no reason to do it's, it on the video. It's not so bad in 8, I don't think, for stuff that is ultra tedious like actually the ultra tedious stuff in 8 if you want to do it well is just the grind of combat like and that's where most of my hours have gone to be (laughs) honest well that was my problem when I played oh and attempting fucking triple triad I think I've (laughs) played 8 like twice we can skip triple triad 
oh really we have to play at least a couple of <laughs> yeah times. we have to show what it is <laughs> but yeah it's because it, from the two times that I played eight what I remember is the I think the first time I got quite a long way in, actually. I think I'm, I don't think I got off the first disc, but <laughs> I got some way into the first disc. It t- t- takes, like, a good, I don't know, I'd say 15 hours to get through the first disc. Yeah, but then the second time I played it, I remember that I stopped almost immediately because I, tra- I got entrapped by, like, obsession, whereas, like, the first enemy I found where I could draw fire, and I was like, well, now I need to get maximum fire. <laughs> so yeah. I'll just fight this thing over and over yeah, and keep drawing. That's, that's where the time goes, because of the way the junction system works. Because as you're... soon as you see the opportunity to become better by junctioning, you're like, well, fuck, now I just have to stand here and fight this one thing that I know that gives me this one thing that I need. Yeah, infinitely. <laughs> yeah, that's where a lot of the time goes in FF8, is drawing magic. Because you can. It's really dumb. Yeah. Well, because the magic system isn't tied to magic points, you have a limited pool of magic uses. Like, you have 100 fires. And there's like, like, therefore, you can only use fire 100 times. And there's the classic unnecessary feature of the junction where you can, instead of just drawing it, you can draw and cast in one move. And it's like, why the fuck would you ever do that? Because 90% of the time, the thing you're casting it on is resistant to what the fucking magic it has. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, that's the least effective technique. And you obviously get more of the thing just drawing it. You get like multiples usually. You don't just get the one. Well, hmm. Does that, does it not just use one if you use one out of its pool and then if you draw, you get the rest? Or can you only do one or the other? uh, Yeah, I don't think you can do that in the same turn. Well, not in the same turn, obviously, but I meant, like, subsequent turns. Oh, yeah, yeah, if you draw separately from the insta-draw cast, which I'm not even sure is the thing, I can't remember. Because, I mean, that would save you if you got to 100, then you could just cast it off the enemy and not have to use your pool, but then you'd be casting it onto a thing that's probably resistant. I'm looking forward to doing this, like, because <laughs> FF8 is one of my favourite games. You like FF8 more than ever. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of FF8. At this point, I'm looking forward to Final Fantasy IX, <laughs> so, you know, maybe, like, two years' time. <laughs> yeah, FF9 would be cool as well. I prefer... I, I never really got into 7. I mean, you could just keep going, couldn't you? You could do 10... Yeah, yeah. Well, 10's probably the limit, actually, because, like, we could do 10. 10 could really, do 10. Like, uh, but and I've never I've never, never played twelve, so I'd have to get hold of a copy of twelve. Yeah, I've never played twelve, and I, I that I'm only interested in that because of it being it's the weird. Final Fantasy Tactics universe. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a bit weird. with some of the Final Fantasy Tactics mechanics. I saw something the other day which is somebody had made Final Fantasy Tic Tacs with the logo <laughs> with the Tactics logo and everything. I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. Ingenious. That's clever. Because they because they were selling. Um, Phoenix Downs at one point, but they're a bit shitty. <laughs> or potions, or just potions. Just potions, yeah, yeah, I remember right. the potions. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Use! Oh, what about you? You not get any random crap. Well, I know I, I, most of my last two weeks, I can't, I'm not entirely sure you I can talk, talk about, about online, Okay, online, I wouldn't bother then. Okay. You know, it's work bullshit. And yeah, okay. in the unlikely circumstance that someone I work with listens to this. <laughs> no, don't want to like, do that yeah. stuff. Coolio. What have we got in news? That this is a podcast about video games, mm-hmm. as you will have gathered, because unusually we're talking, we, talking we about video games. We actually sort of talked about Final Fantasy for a yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, who'd have, who'd have thought? Do you want to know what schools in Cheshire are doing? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, what's going on in Cheshire? <laughs> it's very important. I lived there for a while. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, of course you did. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Schools in Cheshire, right? Apparently, apparently... If they catch kids who have been exposed to 18 rated video games, whilst obviously under 18 and at school, they consider that a form of parental neglect. (laughs) 
uh, and have started potentially like actioning of that. Like, so there's a, basically, they're just creating a lot of work for some people who are not going to care about it. It's like they're going to be like, neglect, we're going to have to get the government in there, and then the government agency for that is just going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Fuck off. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, to a certain degree, I do think it is shitty parenting if you like. Like, personally, and this is not for everyone, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you raise your kids as you want. I don't care. Yeah. Um, but to me, like, I would not expose my kids to, like, no, you know, 18 rated games not. until I thought they were perfectly mature. Now, what is unclear, like, what I'm not 100% sure is, like, at what age group they were looking at for this. I got right. the impression that it was, like, kids who were, like, 13 or something. Right. Like, like being exposed to GTA, for instance. Yeah. Which is probably bad. Probably bad. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, when did GTA come out? 97? Um, I, I was 13. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. We, we, we are not the, the, the right people to perhaps no. be arguing well, this. Dad but, isn't. I think we did that one. But then again, old GTA. You, Dad. I, I would argue. Come on, that. Double Drag. We played Double Drag when we were like 10 or whatever. Well, what was the rating on that? I mean, did it even have a rating? Yeah, was it was like, pre rating. It was pretty violent. Though, it might have been it? a T for teen in those days or that sort of equivalent. <laughs> but... Didn't your dad lock it away well, at yeah. some point? It was like, <laughs> at yeah. some point? Yeah. It took a long time. We played it a yeah, fucking long time. We played a fucking of Double Drag before. Wow, okay. Yeah. I mean, you finished the game multiple, multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah. Where you had to fight each other for some reason to kiss the girl yep. for some reason. <laughs> we were like, "Ah, oh, you, you won! You had to kiss the girl." <laughs> I don't wanna. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that this is a thing. Like I don't know. I, I, if you look back at it though, if you were to compare games like I don't know, Quake and GTA of that era, compared to. I don't know, Call of Duty and GTA of <laughs> yeah, today's era. I guess, yeah. I think the modern version is much, much worse. Sure, I guess. Anyway, I think... Because the old games are conceptual only, I suppose, no. whereas the modern games are, you see and do this stuff. Yeah. I think it sounds reasonable. I think uh, um, it could I mean, be... to a point, yeah. It depends where they've drawn the boundaries, but... I mean, I if mean... you say it's the same as films, then, like, yeah, I think, yeah, showing, yeah. showing, kid, showing kids, like, 18-rated I'm mean, sure, uh, and, and I, I wholeheartedly agree. It has to be based on your judgment of the kids' maturity. Yeah, because there are people I know whose kids I think are definitely capable of dealing with this at an earlier age than the rating. Sure, and cases where that isn't true. Also, um, I know of both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but I'm not a hundred percent sure that that is the school's responsibility. But I think parents should not be shitty parents. There you go. Yeah, it's not, I don't think it's a bad thing to flag it. It's not like they're yeah. flag it up. It's probably okay. It depends on like, how much this parental neglect status that they could suggest from this, how much weight does that carry? Yeah, I think it probably can't go that far. No. I mean, maybe if it's combined with other things, like if they're like actual neglect, then yeah. I think it should be considered alongside other warning signs. Yeah. Once, once we get to the future of like... I guess like we's only more so we use only more so when you can take a screen into school and have that be your game console when it's attached to your game console at home right. that'll be when that will come in because then you actually be able oh, to see if yeah. they're playing Call of Duty because well, they'll be playing it right there and then you would be like what the fuck are you doing then yeah. play that on school property I mean sure technically you could probably do that if kids had Vitas <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I was thinking about that uh-huh, and uh-huh, like uh-huh. 3DSs but there's nothing 18 on 3DS nope well there probably actually is like one or two but <laughs> probably not anything anyone plays on 3DS Resident Evil I suppose or like is there a Resident yeah, 4 yes. on, on, on DS oh there's the Revelation, Revelation series yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Cool. Right, as close as you get. Oh, it's not cool. It's it's, it's, no. it's just the interesting UK story of the last two it's weeks. That's what reminded me of a bit of news that I hadn't remembered up until this point, so that was good. News! Go Online is shut down. Ah, yes it is. Is it? Sony so, bought so all what their, surprise? Sony bought all their patents up, and they're shutting down, but they would have shut down anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's like, everyone's like, ooh, boo, Sony anti-competition, they bought it and they shut it down, but that's but not online, the story at all. <laughs> it was competition, and no. online wasn't competing. No. That was what, it's exactly. not anti-competition, it's... Competition working out as yeah. the way, way it was inevitably. You know, and it's, it's still up in the air as to whether PlayStation now is actually going to work properly. Okay. Anyway, yeah. But one of the things that sparked the story was on live, the California company was once valued at two point one billion. It's like you idiots! No, it was never worth any money. No. What do you think? Oh. It's too early. It's too early for that stuff. Yeah. Well, even even like, you know, there's there's the question of whether it will ever be ideal because of you know latency and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, how do you overcome a lot of that? You never know. Over the but interwebs. it is too early. Well, yeah. It's definitely too early to to discount it. But um, you never know with, like, technology. Do It's like the VR stuff. It's like it's all come from the mobile phones pushing that tech. But I don't think there's any real pressure to, like, massively reduce latency across long distances. Mm. Really? Maybe there is. Maybe it's like that. Maybe for some space thing or something, well, there's yeah, some maybe, pressure for it. There maybe, certainly is for um, like trading, but that's very, sure. um, very niche. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, the, the, I mean, there exists. There probably exists branches of research for everything, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the big thing that I hear about at the moment is things like HTTP two. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. For effectively for reducing server load more than anything. Yeah, I mean, that's really good, but I mean, they won't have used that protocol of, you know, no. for, for online. Um, but even so, that obviously that will be really good for the internet and the and web. It's, and it's still a long way off, really. Yeah, well, yeah. speedy is... Anyway. Yeah, it exists, <laughs> but it'll be a while before it's everywhere enough. Yeah, you know, that's true. But yeah, on live. So what happened if you had one of those little on live boxes like last year? Did it work? Could you play shit? <laughs> In, I think... I think it was one of those things that might have been restricted based on certain locations. Yeah, probably. Like, I don't think I mean, they ever... probably wanted to restrict it regardless. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, don't think play. it ever fully rolled out. Right. Because, I mean, it's whether they had the cloud stuff to even serve, like, the latest games at the, you know, stream that shit. Yeah. I mean, that was the promise, wasn't it? it was and, like... Unless it takes, unless it took off in a big way, that thing was always going to be a difficult mm. Uh, you know, the, the costs of running the service were always going to be enormous. Yeah. And it's so interesting that Dave Perry came out and did his Gaikai talk on the PS3 reveal and, like, zero has come of it yet. Um, was it Gaikai? Yeah, Gaikai. Yeah. Dave Perry. Dave Perry. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I mean. They got bought, you know. But, but that PlayStation Now is a thing. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's it, it's available in parts of the US and mm-hmm. stuff like that it exists. But, you know, it's not blowing up and we no. can't see it yet. So. No. I don't, and I don't think it will, personally. My prediction is I don't think PlayStation Now is a good enough of a... will be a good enough of a service for many types of game. Actually, for things like the Final Fantasies... Well, yeah. And games like that. And yeah. games which aren't latency-intensive. Apart then, from Final Fantasy Now is, because they've changed it to be in... Sure, it's, act, it's active now, isn't it? Yeah, but... You know, for games like that, sure, fine, whatever. This is going to be... This might be good for that, but... I don't know, for most games... Don't see it. Don't, just don't see it as it stands. Speaking but, of... but don't stop the research. Seriously, it's probably worthwhile something to look into. I guess. But... 
Speaking of PlayStation and things that are shut down, PlayStation Home shut down. Yeah. You can no longer dance with the top half and bottom half of your body differently. In fairness, <laughs> I think they patched that out a long time ago. Yeah, I thought that was already gone. Yeah. But now you can't do it. No, well, you don't actually, I suppose, I guess I haven't looked at the same life as like, maybe you can. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, that's definitely done that. Yeah, I think they patched that out a long time ago, but man, was it hilarious. That was, that was back when Home first launched. That's the only time I've used Home was when it first launched. Oh, yes, naturally. What else is going on? In the city. <laughs> Speaking of things that have been shut down, the release of Zelda this year. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I was about to say, there's quite, there's quite a lot of release news going on. Um, Zelda delayed. Zelda is delayed, year. yeah. That's, Which, that's a big crapper. It's probably it, quite bad for the Wii U. I yeah. think it's probably good for the game, obviously. Well, obviously there's a lot of conjecture that, you know, now that NX has been announced, that Nintendo seriously winding down Wii U stuff, which yeah. is no surprise, I don't think. But, well, but yeah. NX is probably at least two years off. Yeah. Well, Or is it? Are they, are they just going to use the Zelda for the transition again? Like they did with the Twilight Wii. Princess. Yeah. yeah. But then again, like, the, the Wii U hasn't had a good uh, the all the other generations before still had a this is the Zelda for this platform right because did they Skyward Sword on the Wii <laughs> I, I had the potentially my pal Wind GameCube Wager, copy, copy of Twilight Princess might actually be worth money oh, really? <laughs> yeah because yeah. yeah. nobody it, bought nobody bought it huh. on the GameCube is it rare quite, enough I don't know if it's quite rare enough but anyway if I keep it maybe it will be hmm because that's the, I mean, it wasn't widescreen. That was the main problem. That is the biggest but, problem. But otherwise, though. it's pretty damn good. I mean, you could, you know, using Dolphin or something, you could map pretty much. Oh yeah. Most of the motion controls to non-motion controls. Apart from, aren't there certain bits of that where you actually have to fly objects around? I can't remember. I don't oh no, it's just pointing, isn't it? What do you mean, fly objects around? Sorry, no, that's Skyward Sword, isn't it? We have to use the motion controls to fly things about the world. Yeah. Yeah, they just had pointing stuff, didn't they, in Twilight Princess? Yeah. Like the archery and the stuff, and the wind meringue. Did, did the Twilight Princess archery have the pullback, or was that something else? No, no, you didn't have to do. I think you just used buttons on yeah. the on the controller. And there was a there was an, a special game, wasn't there? Like a mini game. Well, like, yeah, but I was yeah. That oh yeah, Link's archery training, Link's archery training which yeah. had the whole zapper attachment thing. Yes, because it was a crossbow. Yeah, oh, crossbow training. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. I mean, the move archery game had you doing the full pullback and stuff because you had to play it with two controllers, ideally. I'm sure I could remember doing it on a Wii game at some point with the nunchuck. And... How would it detect that? <laughs> so some miscellaneous way that the Wii detects that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Inaccurately, is the answer. The moves version of that well, was no, but the Wii, cool. The Wii did have forwards backwards on the Wiimote so you're holding the button on the nunchuck in front and then moving the Wiimote back because it can detect uh, depth maybe but that was always rubbish right yeah <laughs> that's why I said inaccurate yeah the uh, as I say the move version was really awesome because you, you know you'd use a, it, it actually was pretty accurate you know you pull it pull it back and then release a button on the con, on the rear controller to fire it was quite good and to actually start you actually have to move your right hand into your quiver to get your area out yeah. <laughs> and it's like that was cool they thought that one through. And the move controller is accurate enough to make that work. Damn the move. That's one of those technologies that probably should be much cooler than Sony made it. 
they wanted to like use it like they did a bunch of stuff in that same PS3 reveal conference with the move, being mm. like, oh, you can use it to create art and 3D models and shit. Yeah, and they've never really capitalized on no. it. But that's Sony all over that, and that, that you know I've always said this. Sony always do that. They create a cool piece of tech and under-support it. Um, you know, PS3 and PS2 have probably been the only recent examples of them not falling into that hole. Because I would argue that PS4 is starting to fall into this hole. It's pretty damn good as a like straight-up game console without any sure. added Sure, and third-party support is good. Yeah. But Sony support at the moment, given all the delays and stuff, seems kind of poor. And the same happened on PSP. Sony support was pretty much all it had, and that wasn't great. Mm. And the Vita has no support apart from indies. Yeah. Which is quite nice, then. Which is quite nice, on. yeah. It's quite, it's quite appropriate, actually, because that, yeah. you know, that means that the games that are suitable for handhelds are actually arriving on a handheld. And a decent handheld that has buttons and a yeah. controller that isn't a phone. Yeah, so there's something to that. In other Wii U Nintendo news, there's a super speedy mode on Mario Kart. Oh, I was going to carry on on release schedules, but yeah, fine, we'll stick with Nintendo. Yeah, the 200cc mode will be launching April 23rd, which along with the new, the second half of the DLC, which is earlier than anticipated, because they had always said it will arrive in May, and they've brought the DLC date forward. By like, <laughs> by like a week. Yeah, by at least a week. Oh, well. But yeah, according to like initial reports, the 200cc mode is actually pretty speedy. It looks well. I've seen some videos of it. It looks oh, like yeah. it looks quite hard to get. I don't know how they're getting around the tracks because it looks really fast. Well, that's the thing is, like, you, like you, you can't design all your tracks with 150 cc being maximum. Then just be like, oh, I'll just turn up to 200 and be fine. You have to adjust the handling and stuff, you know. So the handling actually is also quicker it's as well, tighter, right? Yeah, yeah. I imagine so. It just requires more of the player. Like, rather than actually being weird, I suppose. I think it will break some of the tracks. Oh, well, sure, but then a lot of the track design, actually, in the modern Mario Kart isn't actually that hardcore anyway. Not really. So it's like the 200cc mode will probably actually make something of the tracks. Make it more hardcore. For yeah. Sure. Well, it might theoretically make you have to break, which is not something you virtually ever have to do in Mario Kart. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it'll be cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I actually, this is kind of what, like, what I've been playing, but I might as well drop this in here. I actually, I've, I've got the deal. I've played the DLC now thus far. Um, yeah, because I said I played some of that. Yeah, I've, I've played. It. I've played it now. What do you that think, is, man? I see what you mean. Yeah, the track design is kind of a little, eh, not so sure. It's a bit there, but the theming, man, they do a real good job on the theming. That sounds of theming is amazing. Yeah, and the F Zero theming is pretty awesome as well. Yeah, the way that you know at the start of the start of the the race, it does the old F Zero sort of. Intros, uh, intro sound as well. Um, but did they bring back the stack of faces on the left-hand side of the screen? That's the important thing. Oh, no, they didn't. Because no. that was actually Mario Kart as well. That, that, was, an, that was an old Mario Kart thing, yeah. But in, in Mario Kart 64, I think, it had that. Yeah. But no, they didn't bring that back. The stack of faces isn't there. Because that was an F-Zero thing. Yeah, that well. was... That was a GX thing. I don't know. If, did they do that in Yeah, in the, yeah I think it was in X. Okay. Yeah. I remember the really bad, like, what were probably like 32 pixel JPEGs <laughs> yeah. stacked up in the corners. It wasn't in um, the, um, was it the SNES variants though? I think they, I think it must, if it, if it got introduced, it was probably in X. Yeah, I think so. Was there, how fucking many F-Zero, F-Zero I want to play a fucking F-Zero game, come on. Were there any, there was only one F-Zero on the SNES, wasn't there? The F-Zero, the original. Was, two. was there two? Yeah. 
Okay, I don't I know. There was, I think one. there was a sequel. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, obviously, I played the GBA. The GBA one, one that yeah. was classic. Pump to win. What was it called? Uh, maximum velocity, maximum I think. Velocity yeah. Yeah. I love that pumping mechanic. Oh man, you got so t- it got so tiring. It was quite tiring, but I, I that combined the with the air brakes was really nice. Yeah, and the GBA wasn't the most comfortable thing to play that game on, unfortunately. But well, the first did, first variant of it was okay. I yeah, once it got to the SP, it was a little bit. What, everyone thinks the SP is great, but it's not. I it's don't. not. No, apart right. from the screen, <laughs> the screen's much yeah, better. Yeah, I don't like that form factor. It's yeah, it's small and stuff like that. But it's like yeah. if you're, it, it's good if you're a Pokemon player, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, it was good for Pokemon. But for everything else, I'm not, I'm not sure. Sure, yeah, it's good for gold and silver. It's probably okay for advanced wars. Gold and silver? No. What? What? What were you on by that point? Like, G- you could have played gold and silver. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. You're on the cut stick. Sticking out. out. Yeah, yeah. Would have been ruby and emerald, or yeah, the right. two that we did play. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's cool. I'm I'm excited for that. Um, just because, yeah, as I, that first batch of DLC isn't bad. It's not amazing, but it's, you know, it's more it's more tracks and it's good value. So I will get my use out of that. Uh, Two hundred CCs added bones. Uh, so other release date news. Um, Splatoon got a release date. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, good for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Uh, May twenty ninth. We'll be saying that. Mm-hmm. So yay! Uh, will we get that? Yeah, I probably will be. Uh, maybe not on launch. I don't know. We'll see how it pans out. See what the support's like for it. <laughs> yeah, if you don't get it on launch, you might be like have no other players yeah, within like two maybe, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I do need to just dive into that one. Um, Yoshi's Woolly World and Mario Maker are on launch uh, on target for September ish. Oh, on launch, <laughs> that'd be good. Uh, they time travelled. <laughs> right uh, yeah, set for a September releases. Woo. So, well, I don't know. Everyone had doubts whether Mario Maker would get far enough to be actually be releasable. But I suppose yes, it, but it still might is. not be what everyone wants. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to be what people want. It's not going to be what Jeff wants anyway. No. And it's also, like, not actually a game. No. <laughs> and uh, a new Fire Emblem got announced, which isn't really Fire Emblem, but it's, it's kind of Fire Emblem cross-persona. Like so, the Persona characters in a Fire Emblem game. Well, they announced the the actual the actual Fire Emblem, the new one on 3DS, right? That's different from that, isn't it? I thought it was the same thing. Oh, if there's another Fire Emblem game, because I I think I talked about it on the podcast before, because I'd seen a little tiny bit of footage of the 3DS one where it's like where it pans into the battle view, it does it more smoothly or whatever. Uh, maybe you're right. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, there's another, another crossover it. game coming. <laughs> there might be a separate one. But then again, Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors, which is the last crossover, I suppose, that Nintendo did, has, isn't, hasn't been badly received. Yeah. By people who like those games. Oh, yeah. I don't think that was the problem, like, I don't think that was the general public. That was people who were, already liked um, Dynasty Warriors. Sure. Dynasty. But, but, you know, they didn't screw it up with Zelda, I guess. They didn't screw Dynasty Warriors up, if that's possible. Yeah, exactly. I don't think, don't think you could, really. Dynasty. Dan's looking at some pictures of Robin, apparently. This is Fire Emblem trailer, apparently. Oh, <laughs> some bloke. It's some dude. <laughs> Skip that shit. That looks like 3DS to me, because it has that weird anime art style that the other one That could have been anywhere, right? Yeah. I think there is a new Fire, like, Fire Emblem, from what I can say. <laughs> well, yeah. it just says Fire Emblem. That's yeah. absolutely no help whatsoever. 
Well, can you not tell for the characters? I don't know. Yeah, well, they won't use the same characters. I mean, they'll oh, right, use okay. characters who probably have the same name again in okay. the way that they do, where Marth is just his Marth again. <laughs> his Marth. Or here's a guy pretending to be Marth who's actually called something else, as it turns out. And hey, the go- dragon, yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, guys, where's Advance Wars? Yeah, exactly. I know. Dude. <laughs> They've just released that their other game, what's it called? Codename Steam. Oh, that, yeah. That's out, I guess. That looks okay, if you ask me. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. It looks like it, you know. It looks like a kind of poopy X <laughs> <laughs> and also not doesn't look that great for a 3DS game. Even I would say it looks a bit. Uh, it's probably school it, jaggedy. Yeah, it might be doing a bit much for what the 3DS is capable of in terms of style, from what I've seen. Of, of because that. not to talk about something that I've been playing, apart from I guess I haven't really this last two weeks, but I at some point I put Luigi's Mansion Two back in. And, and I was like, holy shit, Nintendo actually can get decent graphics out of the 3DS. I'd forgotten. Because yeah. <laughs> I've been playing, like, well, you it's know, it's limited Theater scope. Rhythm and. Yeah. It's because Luigi Mansion is quite limited in scope, isn't it? And he has to render a room. And Well, I don't know how it does room tra- how when you open the door and the next room loads. I'm not actually sure. I think it might load quite a lot of the actual mansion at once. Oh, yeah, 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 but the old game did as well, didn't it? But it's like, but it only doesn't a great deal on screen at any one moment. Yes, but there's a lot of detail in what's on Yeah, And like oh, yeah. lighting effects and shit. It's like, yeah. wow, this actually looks awesome. It's actually like just a regular Nintendo game. It just but looks like a Nintendo game. Technical reasons aside, I mean, like, there's, 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 there's something, there's a style to focus on. You know, quite heavily in that. It's not like they have to worry about, okay, now we're in the snow area, now we're in the... But there's a snow something area. <laughs> Is there? Yeah, the abandoned mines are up in the snowy and hills and you are outside for some period of that level. All right, then. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, the main thing about it is just like, you know, Luigi's model and stuff. It's like smooth. His nose is all smooth. Like It's not like two polygons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, plenty of polys. <laughs> nice. Or however they've smoothed out the edges or whatever. Luigi has good dermatologists. But yeah, it's like the models are good and stuff, and I'm like, holy shit, this is actually the Nintendo, the 3DS can actually do it. I'd forgotten because I've been playing games where the art is like a 2D sprite <laughs> for a long time. Yeah, and then also not to talk about why I've been playing, I put in Meteos, and I was like, yeah, fucking Meteos. Hell's yeah, that game into your DS5. Yeah, no. <laughs> not into my DS, well, into no. my 3DS. Into your 3DS. Scale this up, Even make so- it slightly easier to hit the right squares. In <laughs> yeah. Even so, hell's yeah, that game. Meteos was class. Should have had a proper sequel. A proper sequel. Yeah, exactly. Wow. After Child of Eden? I, I don't know, actually. I think it's it, might be, it might be out of games, yeah. to be honest. One, another one of those greats that just gives was up. Is it Mizuguchi? Is that the guy? Sounds, sounds right. Yeah. Release date news! Halo 5 has a release date. October 27th. Well, standard. As expected. Let's see if it slips when they realise their servers don't work. Or, or like, it will, it will slip to, like, November the 5th, and then it'll be too close to Call of Duty, and then it'll be like, oh, no, which, yeah. one, of them, which one of them's going to move? It won't be Call of Duty. Fairness <laughs> Surprise. Only, in fairness, there's only one week of difference, so it's like, that's, that's, that's not a big deal. Oh, man, I saw one of those ads, and whatever it it's cool looking, but like for some reason I don't care about Halo anymore. I used to really care about Halo. It's because Halo 4 was dumb! <laughs> Shut up, I like Halo... Oh, okay, Halo 4 is a little dumb, but I still like it. I'm still in. It's not the, game. It's not the game that's the problem. I want to see what the happens. How do, they, the how do they do Halo post-Cortana? Or is that the point? Yeah, yeah. they're not going to. Yeah. 
Halo 5 is going to be fixing Cortana and then Halo 6 is going to be like, she's fixed, and, but now she's re- discovered some secret while she was busted, so now we have to go and do a thing. Now she's real. <laughs> or, or yeah, or she becomes Evie and just yeah. gets a body. <laughs> just like, find it. She's a robot now. Two player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, final bit of news. So she's rampant, right? So let's turn her into a horse. Then <laughs> she can actually be rampant. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just put the glass down. It's not that complicated. <laughs> uh, final news, which are, oh, punch the I, keys, my God. Yeah. Yep. Final news, which I have, which then actually reminded me of earlier. Which is the Google Maps Pac-Man thing. <laughs> That's not news. It's kind of news. That's old. Old. <laughs> Way past April the first point. It's still live. Well, yeah. Still it. <laughs> I did try playing the, uh, the, uh, the, the this local areas map. Like, play my house map. I did need them. Oh, okay. That's kind of cool. What's um? What was your favourite April full stupid thing? Stupid internet stupid thing. There was some, there was some fun I stuff. Really on. <laughs> I mean, the best thing for me, it wasn't April Fool, but the best thing to me was there was a new Strongman email <laughs> with a new computer and everything. Anyway, hell's yeah, yeah. I didn't see it, but hell's yeah. He <laughs> got rid of Pompeii. Only one for six months. Yeah, yeah. Again. And now he has Lapier. <laughs> it's like Lappy, but Lapier. Um, yeah, excellent. Uh, sorry, is it like is it I E R or is it with an accent on E? Lapier. I think it's. I yeah I can't remember. I can't remember. Because <laughs> Compay had an accent. Yeah, exactly. Compay. Compay. Uh, yeah. I think Gink had a ton of cool stuff. None of which yeah. I can really remember. But, but the cat the... thing, the Voltron cat thing, was cool. Do you see that? Explain. It's like a cat tree, you know, um, like a play, play set, for a, set cat. for a cat. Oh, you know, but it was Volt. It was literally Voltron. Was, <laughs> that was pretty cool. That's like that. And they had a steam-powered steam machine, which yeah. is clearly not real, but. That's still funny. Yeah, that was kind of cool. You kind of want that to be real. It just looks really dangerous. Yeah, and then there was the um, uh, I, I oh fuck, it's left my it's left my head. Carry on. <laughs> well, I liked. The, I mean, it was very simple, but from the the only one that actually made me laugh was YouTube's. Um, they added a button that played little clips from Darude Sandstorm on every video. <laughs> <laughs> And you could like go Inception. You'd watch your Darude stand stuff, and you were like, by stabbing the butt. That's quite funny. Because there's a whole I don't know when it started, but there's a whole meme about Darude Sandstorm on on the videos on the internet. Yeah, because that's an old song. That's probably old on Reddit as well. Oh, it is definitely. It probably. It probably, it's I've probably seen a lot of it later. I would imagine. Because nowadays the meme, the meme is like, what's that song? And then and everyone, everyone, everyone says Regardless of what the song <laughs> Yeah. That's the stupid meme. That's how that oh, I just remembered the Think Geek product that I thought was awesome and should really exist. And then therefore will. And therefore will, yeah. <laughs> it, was the, the, it was the Nerf Nuke. How's that work? It was basically a, a, a large bomb thing that you throw or get something to launch. Um... And but it was basically like a bit like a spiny fish, so it was just covered in dust. Right. So when it landed, it was like boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a paintball grenade. It's like those exist; they yeah. fucking work very well. But <laughs> I mean, I, I've been right next to a paintball grenade when it goes off, and I've had that. You know, in like war games or war films, where they do that whole ringing in the ear yeah. thing. Yeah. That is totally true. Yeah, from a paintball grenade. Yeah, I was just sitting there going, "Wow, I can't hear nothing." 
Because it has explosives in it, right? Yeah, it's pretty much a... Yeah. That's quite dangerous, isn't it? But yeah, <laughs> it's if not you're, that much explosive. Yeah, only, it's, it's dangerous. It's, it's not like designed to like face. explode like shattering. It's designed to shoot the paint out. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Doesn't, yeah. That doesn't necessarily break break a shell. No, no, no. As much as just like dangerous. launch paint out of no, a hole. It's supposed <laughs> to main, stay intact. But only it's pretty much like out. the uh, Nerf nuke. Yeah, as you said. Yeah. What did I see on... Th- yeah, what else was on ThinkGeek? Uh, oh, yeah, the stupid selfie ring, so you could take, like, Matrix mm. selfie shots of yourself. That was kind That's of kind of funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't know what in the world of gaming there was. Not much, I think. No, not a great deal, I don't think. It was a bit of, there was more of a move this year, I think, for people making a fuss of, hey, guys, please don't do this. <laughs> yeah. I... I don't know if it actually was on eight. What day was April the first? Was it the first day? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to work Wednesday, out. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday? Because yeah. there was lo- there was naturally space engineers updates on Thursday, so there was an update in the vicinity, and I'm not, not sure whether it was whether they added the extra bit for April Fools, but it was just like one of them new block a ball that just bounces around. <laughs> Apart from it's a functional, it's not like an April Fool's thing, it's like an actual functional block in the game, where it's like, you can attach this to your ship and then it bounces. <laughs> oh, Dan's just watching the dying light April Fool's thing, which is like basically low gravity physics, sort of, and stupid uh, so stuff. So you can kick zombies and they, when they hit stuff, they explode into yeah. gibs. Okay. That's not April Fool's, that's no. just how that game should be, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just ludicrous gibs <laughs> mode. Yeah. That's pretty dumb. It's just what you want. That's an option. Turn it on. Turn on ludicrous speed. Yeah, you can play, play through the whole game like that. That, that might sell me on it. Uh, yeah, that's all I've got for news. Unless anyone else has anything. Uh, yep, that sounds about it. Oh, yeah, the Dirt 3 thing. We should mention that because I think that's cool. Because we like oh, what, the game. complete collection? Uh, well, that um, came out, didn't it? Well, complete edition is out, but existing owners get free update to complete edition. What? Yes. Oh, sweet. So, which has no... Even more content I won't get around to playing. <laughs> so, if you have it on Steam, you get all the stuff, and they've taken out the games for Windows Live shit, and... Uh... Oh, I'll never get those Chivos. <laughs> and that's the end of news. I don't know about that last one. That's kind of cool. It's time for what you've been playing. What you've been playing... <laughs> I've got a sort of news... Okay, <laughs> it's like sort of news. Wait, the middle section did, in between yeah. news and games. Yeah, so I, mean, I didn't include news. it in the real news, but I don't. I, you guys, it's something that Dan actually might be quite interested in. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, so surprised. I mean, given that you've been playing like Homeworld of late, I have. I mean, it's not exactly the same, but I was introduced to the the, the fo- early footage of a game called Dreadnought. Okay. Which looks to be okay. Imagine you take the sort of. It's kind of like the scale of large ships in EVE and kind of like how they move and things like that. Um, but then put yourself in direct control of them and make it a sort of deathmatchy five-on-five combat game out of giant motherfucking spaceships. Okay, that sounds fun. It looks real interesting. Okay. It's like, because they all move like really slowly and it's kind of a tactical battle thing. Do you have to do like um, broadsides? And yeah. Stuff? Okay. Shit that makes absolutely no sense in space. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't do it. In, from what I've seen, you don't do it on, in space. It's like on the surface of planets, so there are actually like, um, okay. like gorges and stuff to avoid and things. Okay, and, like some terrain. Or, yeah, of some form so that you could theoretically use if you wanted to. Sweet. Um, I thought it looked kind of cool. Okay, I'm it out. Yeah, 
Worth, worth looking at. I got introduced to it like, like to, over the weekend, and it's just like, oh, why did I not know about this? This looks interesting. It's a UE4 game as well, cool. so it's quite pretty. Um, you know, one of the few UE4 games that are actually getting made, I think. But So, yeah, top tip. Keep an eye on that one. Tip, top, top tip. And it's made by Jaeger, who are the guys that made Jaeger back in the uh, Xbox days. Oh, yeah. And more recently, Spec Ops The Line. Yeah, okay. So... Uh, an interesting, interesting team who make interesting games. Hmm. Yeah, one, one to one to keep on keep an eye on. A little bit off the beaten track, or yeah, out a little bit out there. Oh, those crazy Germans! Coolio. <laughs> We've been playing Zachary Burgess. I want to know what you've been playing and what you've been <laughs> not, not like, actually playing. Not yeah. playing. Well, so that, that reference is to something that I mentioned before the podcast, which is over the last week i guess because they decided to make it a long one there's been the giant bomb game jam oh yeah which like i'd say the majority of people took not really as a game jam as much as a period to just make a game yourself (laughs) i'm not sure there's very much teamwork going on i've seen like one or two people who are like me and this other guy (laughs) he's my friend in real life so we're just doing this and it's like there's not really collaboration as such so is it like a real game jam that there were like time limits imposed yeah just like this it's just like a week, including the weekends that it both ends, because okay. we want people to actually have enough time to work Yeah, on not things. like a crazy strict 48-hour jam or whatever they do. <laughs> yeah. So I made a shit game. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 only, I only really, really started on Wednesday, because I kept getting distracted by other things. Guess what? <laughs> so I'm... I guess we'll find out what. <laughs> yep. So I started making, I went into Game Maker and then I was like, maybe now I can actually, maybe now I can actually make a game which actually has a beginning and an end and stuff. Because <laughs> like, if, I, if I'm restricted to this time period where I actually have to make a game that has a beginning and end, then I'll actually make something that's not, that actually has a beginning and end. Hmm. I'll actually think about it and like make a complete thing. Plan it out somewhat. Yes. And then I came up with a dumb idea that really doesn't have all that much to do with Giant Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> what was the brief? It had to be Giant Bomb. That's related. it. It's just like Giant Bomb related. But then, like, so there's lots of, uh, you know, there's other people have made things where there's like, there's there's a stealth game where you have to sneak around the office picking up Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> because, you know, that makes sense. Hiding then, in the mailbag. Or well, hi- hiding in the cubicles, avoiding right. Jeff as he walks past and flat polling on Jeff. <laughs> As you do. That's quite funny. So, you know, there's that kind of thing. And then my one my, my one was the obviously hilarious Vinny Caravella Cable Manager 2013. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really funny already. <laughs> not really. Because it's basically... Untangle Simulator. Yeah. It's basically... There's, a, there's like, five cables. <laughs> already, this is a bit ridiculous, but there's five cables... There's the R, G, and B cables, separate okay. individual cables, and the left audio and right audio. Okay. And it basically, it's all on the 90-second timer, and then, like, over time, the cables wear out, and you have to unplug them and get a new one, and then plug it back in. And then, like, while the cables are plugged in, you get score for that cable. But if the cables are straight, you get more score. So you, like, you have to keep replacing cables as they wear out, but also in between those moments, you're trying to jiggle the rest of the cables so they're more straight. <laughs> okay. So how do they get even? How do they then? How are they not straight? Because it spawns them randomly. Oh, when you get a new cable, it creates them in a random 
zigzag. Ah. And so. and as you're dragging the cables around to make them straight, if you so is it like a grid? You, no, not really. Okay. Well, it's like basically the cables have like four points. There's like the bottom end and the top end, and then two bits in the middle that you can manipulate. Oh, I see. To make like a Z shape. Oh, and then as you drag the middle bits backwards and forwards, if you go over any of the other cables, it jiggles them slightly. So like while you're trying to arrange one, you're slightly dislodging the arrangement of the others. Ah. Okay. <laughs> So talk us through how you made this thing, because that sounds a little bit physics-y. No. Of... It's a fucking XY position. What are you talking about? So you're only it. moving the X position of that point yeah, for point. each cable. And as soon, and when you go over another cable, it jiggles, it adds or moves, yeah. subtracts a random amount from that one. Yep. So, so how I did oh, it. Oh, I see. Okay. The more complicated stuff was the effects. Well, if you can call, <laughs> if you can call them effects. <laughs> da, 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 da. Well, so the first thing is, obviously, when the different cables degrade, it has different effects. So, like, when the red cable degrades, it turns off the red channel, only doesn't totally turn it off, because then if they all degrade, you wouldn't be able to see anything. Because <laughs> that would be a problem. So it's actually... Instead of using RGB, right? Because like, uh, could you do what like composite leads are and have like the CR see something or whatever it is in the Y channel? Yeah, you could in theory, but uh, it's easier because it, the the game maker color system you can choose. Oh yeah, no, I meant just as like RGB a... or or hue saturation value. Okay, I, mean, I, meant, like... I meant just to make it, you know like real cables. <laughs> well, you know RGB RGB cables are real as well, just not normally as yeah. entirely separate cables. <laughs> this is true. HSL, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I but the Technically, that effect isn't properly... It's not like... There was two options. You can either entirely disable the colour channel, so you could just, like, turn off red. But then, as I said, then when all the free... If all three cables simultaneously die, then you can't fucking see anything, because <laughs> it just turns off all the colours. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, that's no good. But then the other way that you can do it... There's... You can... Program shaders, and I was like, that looks too difficult, so I don't have to, enough time to fuck around with that. But there's the way I do it was just like a blend mode. So it's like when it when you when the red cable runs out, it blends a lower proportion of red, but they're still red. Yeah. So when they all run out, oh sure. When they all run out, it just looks dark. dark right, it's like okay. it's not <laughs> colorless. Yeah. Which okay. is a simplification, but it's okay. That sounds okay. And then the audio. Unless, unless you could have made like it, so you have to do it with audio cues only. Like you, like <laughs> move the mouse, difficult. move the mouse around, and it'll show you like the highlights you can grab onto or something. But can you like audio cue your way to victory? <laughs> and then the audio just has left channel, right channel. So when those cables turn out, it moves the sound <laughs> into the correct speaker. Nice. So that's casual. And then obviously the most important <laughs> yeah, effect sure. for the Vinnie Caramella <laughs> action is the TriCaster. <laughs> you got to implement the TriCaster somehow. Right. Which I did by making the the hardest fucking part of the game where it basically does a split screen effect and it just reorganises the parts of the screen to a different order. So like the top half of the screen goes to the bottom and the bottom half is going to the top but swapped. Right. It makes it fucking impossible to actually play. Awesome. <laughs> for like 30 seconds, but you know. Can you play it in that mode? Though? You can. I mean, because you're clicking and dragging on the different bits of the cable, if you drag from one screen to the other, it just snaps to the new position. Right. So it's like, it's not... It's not as if you're manipulating it through the views on what would be the normal. It's actually manipulating within the views. So mm. it's well confusing. <laughs> Especially if you're trying to make a cable straight, because you're like, okay, on the bottom half, I've got it straight. And then you look at the two top halves, and it's like, oh, there's a giant zigzag, because the top bit is on the opposite side from where it should be. <laughs> I have to say, this sounds pretty cool for a simple game. It sounds very bizarre. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> is, is there a location where people can acquire this? You can go to the Giant Ball forums at the moment and find the game, Jam Topic, and go to the 
website that it's all hosted on. I don't remember what the website is called. There's a special hosting site for game jams, basically. Okay, I'm sure you can find it. Yeah, yeah. you can you make it a special uh, WordPress. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah, I brought the files. So you can just shove that. We, we should whole do a video. Server. We should do a video. <laughs> don't know if you can need a whole video. Five minute video. Five minute video. Yeah, yeah lightning video. People like the game this. only lasts ninety seconds. <laughs> It'd be popular. Five minute video. Three minute video. Yeah. So was it, how long is game? What's it called? <laughs> anyway. What's it called again? Vinny Caramella's Cable Manager 2013. Because obviously... He's, 2013. Well, now... He's not in that office any longer and right. I used old audio for an old UPF where they were all there. <laughs> That's quite funny that you just backdated it. <laughs> well, there. <laughs> awesome. Classy. Yep. Uh, so the, your experience with Game Maker was quite good then? Like just in general? Like as a tool? How's it compared to the old ye oldy Games Factory shit? Well, it's not exactly... Well, my trouble with it is I still hadn't really got my head around like how the different events happen and how you can use different events. Because you can... Basically, you can either use actual code yeah, and the code just triggers the same events as the events, but then the events are like... So if you... One of the first things I did was making the click and, click and drag system. And I did it in code where it was like if you press the left mouse button and the mouse cursor is over an object, which is of the family, the cable parts, mm-hmm. then while you're holding the mouse button down, it follows it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, so like that. Mm-hmm. But you could also theoretically, I think, have done it by... It's got this weird system for grouping objects where you assign them a parent object and then it creates a hierarchy from that. But obviously you can only have one parent per thing. Right. So basically in my hierarchy, I've got the individual cable parts... They have a parent that's for the color of cable, and then the colored cable parents have another parent for all the cables. All the cables yeah. So in theory, you can program in like the all cable parent, use the mouse click event on that object, mm-hmm. and then that trickles down into all the other ones. So uh-huh. you can program yeah, it that yeah, way, yeah. which is awkward. That was what was confusing me for ages, because it's just like the mouse... When I'm using code, I'm programming it in, like, the step event. So it's, like, every game step, it mm. runs this code. But then, like, the mouse event, you put it in this special event, which isn't the step event. And I never thought of... I didn't think of it as, like, happening every frame, even though it does. Because it's, <laughs> it's, like, the step event is, like... Or it's just, like, yeah, I guess it's, like, always in Game Factory, I guess. Right. Like, every, every step, frame, it happens. Every frame. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whereas the other events are triggers, but you don't necessarily have to use them. You can program them by code mm-hmm. for effectively the same thing. So do you get a, out of interest compared to what I do, do you get a mouse click down event and yeah, mouse up have, event? you can have up and down. And do you have a mouse move event, like, every frame that it moves? I don't know if it... Maybe that's something you have to detect yourself. Yeah, I don't know if you, there's an actual event for move. Maybe you can just get the mouse X Y coordinates and then work it. Oh, out so that. so you'd say okay, while mouse down, then every what do you call it? Turn every step. Step. Uh, check the check the position and right, set is that what you're position. doing? Yeah. Okay. Set its X Y coordinate to the mouse. Interesting. And then that, like, the parent hierarchy thing has other weird effects that kind of confuse me as, to some extent as well, where. It's like if you put programming in the parent object, it trickles down into the child objects. But if you then put programming in the child object in the same event, that overwrites, unless you put in a special bit of code that tells it to also run yeah. that bit of code from the parent object you, as well. You're literally learning like classical <laughs> inheritance well, yes. here. This is where you have override and whatever. And mm. all that Although it's kind of dumb in, like, in one of my objects, I had, 
it's the classic thing. Like, where didn't it's you like, have this in your Java when you were doing the the um, what was it? The Starbound mod, whatever. Not doing. really, because that's not really okay. It doesn't inherit stuff in the same way. I don't think. Okay. But like, so there's the if you want to do the inverse, it's like if you don't want it to inherit, you just put a <laughs> just put a bit of code in there that's just a blank comment, and that overwrites the parents code. Yeah, ugly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's not particularly great. That's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's it, it sounds a bit ghetto, <laughs> I would say, but still, it's cool that it works. I mean, you obviously got something working. So that's awesome. And yeah. also, I couldn't figure out the the way the ca- it draws the cables is like it just uses a built-in draw function where it's just like draw a line of a whip. Yeah, yeah. Which therefore means the cables are like a flat jaggedy. color. <laughs> oh, flat color, <laughs> okay. jaggedy. Okay. Like, there is a way to do it with like polygons, and then the polygons can have a texture. Right. But then I couldn't I couldn't work out the math to make them not deform when it when the positions change. The, the texture, yeah. Well, the whole polygon. Because oh, it's I related see. to the... Because you're, you're yeah. basing it off a single point of the object, so you when they rotate, you have to rotate the like ends of the polygon so it doesn't flatten or whatever. Yeah. I couldn't work that out in time. I was just like, fuck it. They're yeah. flat colour. That's fine. <laughs> that is probably fine. And then I went on the internet and Googled like carpet tile texture. <laughs> I'll tell you what you could do, is you could make <laughs> it... You could make it just three or four lines. I thought about that, but then I was like, that might actually be like bad for like because you just got, like your performance issue it's just like you're just using the same event over and over and also like the then you have to put the fucking draw events in the right order because you're, you have to draw them from the back to the front in that case and you would have to yeah yeah ordering is i don't know why I mean, they don't give on you how the render chain works i guess like if it's unless you've got a z position somewhere in the render chain well you can set object depth but the drawing lines are like an, a separate it's a different thing. thing that makes sense to so me. you'd have to draw yeah. them in the right order yeah because all the object depth is doing internally is is figuring out at every step like which, which one, one do I have to draw first, last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, because that's just how the rasterization works, isn't it? I think. Yeah. And on the anyway. So you could have done it with a stack of lines, but then I was like, that seems a bit dodgy. And anyway, yeah. yeah. So you're literally when you say the draw function is literally just drawing to the screen buffer, not as an mm. object in the world. Yeah. Okay. I think so. That's what you use the draw event for. Anything that you do draw has to go in the draw event because for some reason they couldn't just work that out any other <laughs> you have to put it in there right if it says draw in the function name put it in the draw event or otherwise it won't fucking do anything <laughs> that kept getting me as well. Like ghetto as well so it must have a built-in like proper like rendering system well if you like, can write like, shaders then definitely it has right? yeah you can, well, you don't need you shaders can, for that stuff no like, but just use d3d functions yeah if you want you must be able to directly I was about draw. to say you must be able to, like you know like like any decent games end or 3d engine or something like put this object here it looks like this yeah. And then, oh, yeah, and then, like the render engine takes care of what it needs to cull and stuff based yeah, on that's the position or way. total obscuring and all that stuff. That was that would be the that object was way. Probably the hardest part was getting the stupid split screen thing to work because you have to. They're basically like viewports, so it's like a little window that draw that shows you part of the original of the view. world. Yeah, but in order to do that, you have to like tell it not to render the whole screen. And then turn on all the viewports, and then tell the individual viewports which part of the original screen. And basically, you're, it automatically draws the whole screen every frame or whatever. Mm. And so, in order to use these viewports, you have to tell it not to do that, and then you have to manually tell it to draw the individual parts, and then do that color changing manipulation in that in that draw frame as well. Yeah, that sounds totally reasonable. It was a pain for ages. I couldn't work out. It just. That's one of the things where it's really annoying to debug because it's like if you do it wrong, you just get a black screen. And it's like that doesn't really tell you what it's not doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's it's not rendering anything. That doesn't really tell me why it's not rendering anything. It's just not. 
Yeah. That sort of chain, though, sounds totally reasonable. Totally normal. So I shut this thing out. And, you know, someone said said that the scoring was extremely generous, which, you know, I... I didn't want to use single points because I wanted to have one well, hundred cool. points. Yeah, well, you get two hundred points per cable while they're plugged in, so that's a thousand points per second. But then, if they're if the straighter they are, you can get up to another two hundred points per cable, <laughs> so you get two thousand points per second. It's pinball scoring. It's, it's not quite pinball scoring. Nineties <laughs> pinball scoring. You don't go after millions. <laughs> Maximum score is theoretically one hundred eighty thousand. Apart from that's literally impossible. Mainly because in order to get the maximum scoring for straightness, you have to be pixel perfect, mm. which is literally impossible. And you have to do it instantly. Yeah, and you have to do it. Mm. I don't know, man. I think it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know. Especially it, for like half a week or well, whatever yeah, I it was. Yeah. It's, it, I think I, I couldn't work out how long to make the cables last was my main problem. Because it's like, well, how, how frantic is too frantic? You have to just playtest that, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. You need to get feedback, because you can't could, decide yourself, really. I couldn't, do it, I couldn't play it enough to get any sense of it myself. Yeah, it's hard. And also, it was like the, the matter of, like, it's not just how long they last. It's like, how long do they last always? And then how long is the random extra bit? Like, what's the base life? And then what's the randomization on it? Mm. Do you go up and down? Do you go just, just up? Mm. So I ended up with like these cables last twenty seconds plus an extra fifteen seconds plus random <laughs> plus an extra random fifteen seconds. Mm. But then that doesn't actually work. Of course, I realised afterwards that I needed to do something different because when you start the game, they all have a life of at least twenty seconds because they're all generated fresh. But then as soon as one runs out, and you unplug it, plug it back in. You 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 reinforce that thing of them all being approximately the same age. So like in in theory, if you wanted to score better, you should unplug one every five seconds, regardless of whether it's good or not. Because <laughs> then yeah, you'd right, space yeah. them out better and give yeah. you more time to do arrangement. Ah. <laughs> Genius. Tactics. Yeah. It's amazing how simple set of rules can endanger like a whole bunch of different like chess or whatever is like not that complicated <laughs> rules, but it's insanely complicated game. Well. Arguably, chess has not that complicated. Okay, that's unless right, you want yeah. to talk about the actual complicated rules of chess, yeah, the okay, rules okay. that, people, the rules that normal play. people don't really pay attention to. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> okay, bad, bad example. But yeah, <laughs> all the rules that some normal people know and then don't use in an appropriate <coughs> way, like casting. Yeah, Always castle, right. even though it's the worst possible thing, thing in to do. most cases. Yeah, it's just funny. <laughs> I could do this weird move, so I'm gonna. <laughs> so I'm gonna do it. What's castling? It's the one where if you have the king and the rook in their starting positions, you can move them so they cross over and land on the squares over each other opposite. Oh, can you? Yeah. I did not know that. And you can do it from both I mean, sides, yeah. and it's slightly different on each side because one of them is slightly, one of the rooks is slightly further away on the other side. It's completely fucking useless, though. <laughs> it's extremely dumb. So, yeah, that's, 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 that's a strange rule. I didn't know that. I'm going to use it in all my extensive chess career matches. Yep. It's like you never... No one ever remembers to do impassant. <laughs> you want to be fancy. Yeah. Although that's actually really important, theoretically. When does that come into... It's like, if the pawn hasn't moved, so it still has its two yeah, square yeah, movement, yeah, yeah. it can capture by going past 
rather uh, than landing exactly. on the square. Right. What, what did you call it? En, en passant. It's en passant. En passant. <laughs> en passant. <laughs> it's en passant. Yep. It's en passant. En passant, right? En passant. Yeah. I'm guessing. Well, yes, yes that would make sense. ask my friend. From its maneuvering. Whoever does that. I mean, come on. So, games. Well, I used to do it all the bloody time, just because. <laughs> well, exactly. It's yeah. like Carlsberg. Once yeah. you know it exists, yeah. you just have to do it. So, are there going to be any more games coming out of your uh, brain anytime soon? <laughs> out of your brain! I doubt it. Or do there have to be game jams involving bombs of a giant brain? Well, when it's, when it's a short enough time. That, well, it's just like I. I don't know how I came up with that idea. It's just like, I just came up with the idea and then it was like, oh, that's small enough that I can make it. It's like, yeah. it was the perfect combination of time length for the idea. Yeah. It's just about doable. But if you look at Gunpoint, it's not that complicated an idea at first, but then it expands <laughs> on it. I don't know. That, it's oh, like... yeah. that, that must get quite complex to make, that thing. Yeah. But that's all maybe Game Maker. Yeah. The actual, like, cable mechanism of Gunpoint is like, that's probably quite complicated. Mm. Especially if you're talking about linking things in chains. Yeah, but you don't start with that, do you? With the chaining. You do, sort of. Like, you always have the... Li- that's the whole point of the game. You have the linking thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, I suppose. Link shit together. So, yeah, there was that. And then in terms of what I played, I'm trying to remember if there was other things apart from the cities, obviously. Like quite a lot of cities. Because, you know, there's still achievements to get, I guess. <laughs> Well, it seems like my other cities have been growing a lot slower than my original one. I think it's because I've been paying too much attention to, like, traffic and stuff. Because, like I said, the game doesn't necessarily exactly care about traffic. Mm. It's like, shit just despawns de- de- after a while, and, like, people will stand at bus stops for an infinite amount of time. Yeah, right. or, or maybe not infinite. I have, I, I have occasionally thought that I've seen people, like, disappearing or turning back into a car, mm. as they do sometimes they, they, just turn, into cars. they just turn into a car like, <laughs> I've given up on this I'm commuting via car well yeah it seems like what it, what it does is basically every person is assumed to have a car but if they haven't used the car up to that point in their journey they basically just have the car on them <laughs> <laughs> right. so you can go basically have someone who like gets on a subway station from outside their house goes into the middle of the town and then when he comes out of the subway he just turns into a car <laughs> It's like, my car was just parked next to the subway, you know? <laughs> I just keep it there. That's quite funny. I suppose it's a way of getting over simulation problems again. Yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah, I, I I paid too much attention to, like... Because I'll be looking at, like, bus stops and be like, this bus stop is really crowded. Why the fuck is that? Where are all these people trying to go? Which bus line are they using? And then looking at the bus line and be like, so where exactly... Where are all these people trying to get to that's making it... Because I'll set up bus routes where it's like I'm trying to shuttle people from the residential zone to maybe a train station or whatever. But then sometimes it'll be like, this other random stop on the bus line is where people are getting off. Where, what, so they must be walking around the corner to get onto this other bus line to go to a different place. Okay. And then I'm like, why are they doing that? I'll have to add extra bus lines to that route to even out the load or whatever. <laughs> but does it work? Does it change things and <laughs> yeah well, it doesn't change things that's the impossible thing to tell it's like there's no more people standing at the bus stop so i guess they're all complete their journeys mm. woo and i still haven't really uh, it's like every time i think i've come up with an ideal junction where i'm like how do you get all these people off the highway as smoothly as possible well obviously you have to have like an in, like a roundabout or like this or that and i keep coming up with new ideas to how to how to improve the off ramps and the corners and every time I think I've got it so far, I'm just like, oh no, it's jammed up again. Why has it done that? Oh, I haven't thought this through correctly. The main problem is like roundabouts don't actually 
people don't use roundabouts like they do in real life because they're not actually roundabouts, they're just road in a circle. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> it's like in a roundabout in real life, you go in the right-hand lane if you're turning, if you're not going to the next exit, you're in the right-hand lane until you get to your exit, and then you transfer to the left-hand lane, and then you go out. <laughs> sort of, yeah. But... That's more or less how roundabouts work, whereas in this game, sort they don't. Of, yeah. It's like if they're turning if they're turning left or they're going straight across, they're going to be in the left-hand lane. But you should be in the left-hand lane if you're going straight across. Not always. No, no, it depends on the laning of the roundabout. Well, yeah. Like if you've got you're specific signs, but, <laughs> yeah. But it's because they don't. It's like they don't. Well, the other problem is they don't really like come off the lanes. Correct. The main problem is outbound. It's like they when you're going off a roundabout, the because it's because it's effectively you're turning off into the left hand lane. Because you can only get off the roundabout in the left-hand lane, yeah. then the outbound road only ever uses the left-hand lane and not spread doesn't spread out immediately into the other lane. So that left-hand lane on the outbound road gets full and then it jams off onto the roundabout and then the roundabout gets jammed up and then you're fucked. Right. <laughs> That's why roundabouts don't really work because it doesn't distribute the people as effectively as it should. It doesn't maintain them as humans would sort of try and do yeah. they are meant to be act- they're not like roundabouts you've made with roads there is an actual roundabout construction in the game no. right, that you plug down there no. isn't you just make them yeah. right does so if they to- added that then it would have the might have the correct yeah it might have better logic for- there's like something like SimCity 4 Rush Hour had an extra like no those were just made out of road as well oh really yeah so there's never been a roundabout a no. proper one in any kind of SimCity or not no, I guess game. not. No. Does the game support driving on the left? Yeah. That's cool. It's cool apart from one major problem. So it's like, obviously I have it set to drive on the left because then that's much less confusing for me. It's like when I'm making a roundabout, you make them go leftwards because <laughs> then they're just like, yes, that's the clockwise direction. That makes sense because otherwise you'd have them all turning across traffic. I much prefer your description of leftwards. <laughs> leftwards. <laughs> it's the leftwards direction for a roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> so... And it's like, that's fine. But then the trouble is that you don't have the option to set it to left-hand drive in the asset editor. So if you go into the asset editor to make a junction that you can just place as a whole object, Mm. that's all in right-hand mode. So it doesn't actually work if you try and place it into a left-hand drive city. Oh. (laughs) Because the, like, off-ramps all get reversed and then you've got, like, people driving up onto the wrong direction of the highway or whatever. So in the asset editor, you basically have to design it as a right-hand drive junction then the game will reverse it for you yeah okay and that's incredibly confusing so the asset editor should have a swap mode yeah basically i'm really hoping someone puts that in like a model someone will mod it yeah (laughs) the not that the the trouble with the the other trouble with the asset editor like junctions is you can make fancy junctions and because it because the asset generator always has a grid whereas in the city when you're building a city it only has like a grid in the vicinity of roads sure so a lot of the time when i'm in the city i'm just like laying down dirt roads to make a grid okay so that i've got a grid to attach to so in the asset editor it has a grid all the time so you can make nice fancy perfectly laid out corners that are actually nice degrees and all smooth and stuff Hmm. but the trouble with it is that it doesn't account for hills, basically. And a lot of the time, the train isn't perfectly flat <laughs> in the game. Ah, uh, okay. So you, 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 need, so if you, you so need, the assets only really work as set pieces, not necessarily as fancy, like, oh, I actually want to replace this and make it look nicer. Well, not exactly. It's basically when you're making... Say you're making an on-ramp onto a highway in mm. the asset, like a raised highway. If you drag the on-ramp onto the highway... And then, like, 
if you try and make the on-ramp the minimum length possible, as in, like, basically the maximum steepness, mm. that will only function if the la- if the train is perfectly flat, because the steepness of the ramp is dependent on the, like, terrain underneath the other bits of road. Like, so if the, if the highway slopes upwards at all, that on-ramp won't function any longer, because it's steeper than the actual on-ramp type road can handle. Right. So you can make these, like, perfectly minimal junctions in the editor, but if the train isn't perfectly flat, they won't actually work. <laughs> so does that only, like, say you made the off-ramp, like, slightly less steep? Yeah, you just basically... get around it? Yeah, if you want to make stuff that actually works, you sort of have to make less than minimally... <laughs> less than perfect junctions. Mm. You have to, like, add a little bit of extra leeway. <laughs> but so you can sort of know that, like, okay, this is perfect terrain, therefore I can use the perfect junction. Or maybe, would you, like... If you just make lots of assets of slightly different slots and off-ramp that the game would allow you to use occasionally. Well, what I what I ended up doing for what for the, basically the only time I've really tried to make a junction is I just made a version that didn't have any of the off-ramps. It just had the other roads in position. Okay. So then I could just set draw the off-ramps myself and be like, oh, this one needs to be slightly longer and this one needs to be slightly shorter. Hmm. So that sort of worked. Okay, yeah, that, makes, that makes sense. Still not great. Because that, really, that, really that like did save me a lot of effort in that one. Because it's it? like the off-ramps is actually most of the roads in a junction. Yeah. Uh, that actually sounds like quite a good way of doing it, though, in a way, actually. Just have it so the the, the, the highway lets you get off and then you fill in the rest appropriately. It, it's like I, I was thinking back to how it was in SimCity, and I don't think that was as much of a problem in, like, SimCity 4. It just seemed to let you slap it on whatever train... <laughs> In I, a lot I, of cases, I can't really mm-hmm. remember. I, I don't. I don't remember having much joy with like off ramps in any city builder. I think it's because in SimCity Four, it does a lot. It just like automatically, it just automatically basically creates raised road if the train is too steep. Okay. Whereas in this, it tries to um, always attach it to the terrain and doesn't right. automatically make bridges. Basically. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, that kind of sucks, but it's all right. And yeah, as, a, as I said, every time I think I've come up with an ingenious junction, I've failed. So the game is in a weird way holding you because of the content creation, like by the sounds of it, uh, like over the actual game or more so or less than the game? I don't know. I just haven't really used that. I mean, I, there's a, lot, a whole series of like one guy is just making every type of junction you can possibly imagine <laughs> and uploading them. And I think it helps if you if they're raised junctions, so all, like all his highway junctions are all raised and stuff. Mm, okay. So that actually makes it more effective. But I don't like raised. I like raised highway in the residential zones because you know that's what you do <laughs> in the countryside. It's flat ground level. Yeah. yeah. Although unlike in SimCity, that that's not a distinction that the game cares about. In two thousand, they were all raised all the time, were they? <laughs> well, yes. yes. That looked really dumb. But in, like in SimCity. Four, it was actually a distinct type of road. Yeah, they like were ground level highway and raised highway were different. Whereas in this, it's just like you just hit the up button and it raises it, <laughs> and you can make it really tall if you want. If you want to make on ramps exceptionally long, <laughs> and, there, and there have been a couple of times where I've been making a junction and then like realised I need to make another overpass that goes over, and I'm like, well, I don't want to raise the highway some more, so I'll just make it like a dip. <laughs> So the highway goes back to ground level for like that in 10, real life. 10 feet. Not not Sometimes. within that distance, though. No. <laughs> Sometimes you get that. Although that doesn't help because it's, it's an annoying feature of the pathfinding that 
the actual segments of road influence the pathfinding. <coughs> so if, as you've been drawing, if you make like a ramp down to ground level, mm-hmm. the little segment of road that is at ground level counts as a separate zone for pathfinding. So if anyone wants to do a lane transfer, they'll cut across really sharply in that tiny little segment of road. Oh, weird. <laughs> so you really don't want that. You want like full length segments because then that spaces out the pathfinding better. So yeah, all these little things, little niggles that I'm constantly fighting against. And I've also noticed that it's a thing that a lot of people have been complaining about in the Steam forums is that, as you would expect, I guess this game is incredibly CPU bound. Yeah, makes sense. And basically, uh, as you get more people in the simulation. It just limits how fast the game can run. So once you reach like a certain level of population, the third level of speed on the on the UI is exactly the same as the first because right. it's just that's as fast as it can process it. Can yeah, go. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I suppose that presumably that's only if you're going crazy large, is it? Or? I don't know. People have been suggesting that it ha- happens within like a hundred thousand people in the upper limit, the theoretical limit of the maximum number of people it can do is a million but i fucking if you can build a million apparently there's a limit to like how many buildings you can have as well so like maybe reaching a million population isn't actually possible because you'd run out of buildings before you run out of people mm. so yeah it's a bit weird i haven't i haven't really noticed that the speed does slow down but i guess that i'm always running it at maximum speed so the because i'm always running it at maximum speed i don't notice it as my city grows it's a slow transition like obviously it's gradually slowing down, but because it's gradually slowing down over the course of the game, mm. I'm not noticing it happening. <laughs> so if I started a fresh map and played that for like ten minutes and then loaded an old city, maybe then I'd be able to see the difference. <laughs> so yeah, still been playing that city. Haven't got the fusion power plant yet. That's what my current city's for. But that's I'm basically done apart from just getting population, which is sort of. That's just annoying because it's like, oh, I'm just adding even more people to this already slightly fucked up traffic situation <laughs> because I need to redesign my ideas of junctions again. Just pile more people in there. Yeah. So it's, hold- it's holding you, though. That's a good sign. <laughs> well, it's not that difficult to hold me for that kind of game. <laughs> Keep me going for hours. I also Glowing play- praise. <laughs> I also played a... Better than SimCity. I also played a bit of Starbound. Sweet. With... Kippers and Jerry. So what's going on with Starbound? Yeah, so how's that going? Well, there was that winter patch in, in you know, January or whatever it was. And then there, there hasn't been anything since then. They've just recently done an update to the Unstable branch, but I'm not on the Unstable any longer. I'm on the Stable one. And maybe that patch will be hitting Stable not that far away. So, yeah, it's not really changed that much lately after that big change in the winter update. So where's the game at, like, content-wise and how you feel felt about that stuff? Because you weren't... 100% sure there was enough game there, really, last time you were playing it. Well, it seems like there's they've put in quite a lot more, like, random spawned content, like mini dungeons and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's just more random shit to find in the world. I'm not sure how much more. There are still things that I haven't seen, so, you know, that's something. But, uh, yeah, and then, like, the missions, a lot of, still a lot of the missions feel like placeholder stuff. Where it's just like, make me coffee. <laughs> You're like, okay, I'll make you coffee. I mean, then maybe that's sort of in some ways appropriate. So it's just like you find this outpost full of outcast people and then they just need like menial shit doing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's not big old adventures all the time. <laughs> it's kind of cool in its own stupid way. Yeah. 
But then, then, like, the early missions, which seem to be the ones that are more towards what I imagined as finished, are obviously better than the later missions, which... Because the early missions are sort of more directly tra- tied in the, into the progression, where it's like, make me coffee is really saying, find the coffee plants that only spawn on a certain type of planet, so you have to get to that planet, yep. and then find me, make me glass for the coffee mug, which you can only get by getting sand from this other type of planet, so you're progressing through the different steps of going to the different planets in that way. Right. It's sort of teaching you to go through the progression mm. in that mission. So a lot of the early missions seem to be like that, where it's pointing you towards doing a certain thing that's appropriate to that level, to, to the point that you're at in the game. And then the later missions start to turn more what I'd consider placeholdery. Where it's like, make paper. And it's like, oh, it's just made of wood. You've had wood since the start of the game. It's just a thing you have to click to make it happen. It's not a process. Mm. So yeah, that's still all right, I guess. The next patch is going to be maybe more important to how the game plays, which is when they, they're changing the teleport system so that you can basically have bookmarks and you can build teleporters yourself. Oh, okay. That's helpful. So you can just teleport to and from your ship really easily. Are you going to make one called Quar? Yeah, I was about to say Quar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you Presumably you can just name them, because I guess that's how the bookmarks work. You just type in a name. I'll just name all, I'll just name all my teleporters random five-letter words for <laughs> yeah. maximum confusion. <laughs> <laughs> and you could make Quar at the core of a planet if you wanted. Yeah, Quar. Cool. Not actually useful in any way. <laughs> These are Starquake references, listeners. Yep. Which was what an Atari ST game. Yep. Watch the video. Yeah, watch our watch our <laughs> gameplay <laughs> video. Yeah, check it quite, out. It's quite a popular one. And uh, hmm, there was one more thing that I played. I forgot what it was. So you know, that's always a good sign. Didn't play Guild Wars. Didn't play Eve. Right. Here's the things <laughs> I did play, as usual. I am. I am. I am relieved. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Why? Sometimes those conversations go on forever. It's not like this one hasn't. Oh no, it's been wildly more interesting to me. We need to play Guild Wars again. Yeah, we should, really. I mean, there's not been anything happening, so you would have thought this would be the ideal time for us to actually do the main thing. Because <laughs> that was always our problem. I, I, I'm not feeling the urge to go go back just yet. I think I'm like, like the break is doing me some good, I think. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was I was thinking the other day actually of just taking one of my like alt characters and starting to go through with them like okay yeah I don't know why like get the necromancer up for some reason just to see how it plays a bit more play him far enough so that you can have some better bags <laughs> yeah not that you know you couldn't just give him better bags with one of your alt characters uh, maybe or, or or me yeah you need to make because <laughs> I need to make some bags make some bags Bag give, me. give me some money. And then I'll wake you bags. What? The fucking runes are the most expensive part of bags. What? Because you can't just... It's not like... Ba- you can't just craft bags out of crafting materials. You have to buy the runes that determine how big the bag is. But you probably have so much money. So <laughs> much I don't money want, at this point. I don't want to spend it all on bags. It's like the, the maximum level bags, the 20-slot bags, cost 10 gold for the rune. Okay, that's more that's more gold than I have. Yep, exactly. Okay. So you don't get those, you get fifteen or eighteen. <laughs> which are much cheaper. Although I think the eighteen one is still like fifty silver for the room. Jeez. Which it isn't as I, ha- I had no idea. For a bag. Yep. And they they're not fucking Gucci. 
No, they made a goddamn chance of fucking leather. Gucci, Gucci, Louis, or, Louis, Fendi, Fendi, Prada. Or metal, I guess. Basic bitches wear that shit, so I don't even bother. <laughs> All right, okay. It's Mulberry for you, then. <laughs> What's your bag of choice? We ended up talking about Guild Wars. Fuck! Yep, not too much, though. It's fine. <laughs> I didn't play Space Engineers, even though there was those updates. They've put in oxygen. So oh, now no, you wow. actually theoretically... Well, you can toggle it on in survival mode, but you can actually have it so you run out of oxygen and die. Which... <laughs> I, I think we talked about... I talked about this before in, like, Kerbal. It's like, that's that's a thing that's a theoret- like a logical addition to the game, but it's not good gameplay in any way. It's just, like, a real inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> All right. it does is has to make you go and mine ice and then process it into oxygen occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> I hate mechanics like that. It's just annoying. Like, they were complaining about, what was it, that Borderlands um, update? The oxygen mechanics. Like, this is just annoying. This doesn't add anything. <laughs> it, it would only be cool in Space Engineers if there was some actual reason to do it other than it just existing. Right. It's like at the moment it's just an inconvenience. So I was thinking like there was like if you could make it so I know you have you have your welder thing to build the blocks in Space Engineers and I was like maybe if you have it so that when you're welding in an oxygenated environment it welds faster. Yeah, like it's like actually make it a bonus to have an oxygenated environment. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Rather than just an annoyance. <laughs> yeah, that would be smart. So yeah. I mean maybe they will do that eventually. Game design. At the moment, it's just a big pile of inconvenience. When is that? Is that, did that the console version of that come out? Or? Yeah, we mentioned that previously. Yeah, I knew it was coming. Came but, out ages ago. Oh, okay. A really old version of it at this point, presumably. Lame. Speaking of games that have come out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, there's a couple of games that have come out this year that are making me feel a little bit better about what 2015 might be. Okay. Like, you know, we've talked about Ori before. Yeah. That is, that's got my got my fizz going. But I quite like the sound of the, the chatter going on about Axiom Verge. Sure, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, you know, because those sort of games are well up my street, generally. Yes, but, but you haven't played Super Metroid. No, this is true. I've never played, apart from the only 2D Metroid game I've played was Metroid Fusion. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't play that very far because it wasn't my copy of the game. And Metroid Fusion was like, I, I, I didn't agree with the weird, like, the weird way that game operated with its weird upgrade mechanics. And the like, virusy stuff. Yeah, the virus and the going back to the, like, control room to toggle your abilities on or whatever. Oh, I'm not sure I got involved with that stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember Fusion seemed it. weird to me compared to the other Metroid games. The thing is, I've, play, I've played a lot of Metroidvania titles over the years, and it's, like, the more modern ones. I, I suppose games like Outland and Guacamelee technically yeah. count. And it's like, I always get so sucked into those, like, and enjoy them, enjoy the hell out of them, that, you know, these two are going, I should really play these. Yeah. You should probably just play Super Metroid. Then you'll know. <laughs> then you'll know why that one was the, what that, why that one's the one that everyone tries to rip off, and then yeah, all the maybe. other ones are, like, imitations of it. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe there's some, you know, bits of action version that maybe I won't. Uh, get fully because well, I, mean, I don't. I don't have the expectations. That it's obviously trying Metroid. to trying to be a like old school looking game because mm. it, it looks like the same kind of. I'd say it has a has a kind of similar way of the tile set. Like Super the, Metroid looks cool. Yeah, it's I a mean, great it looking does. game. Yeah. 
I'd say like Action Verge has a similar kind of you know yes you can see tiles very much so yeah <laughs> I can't work out if it's more SNES side or NES side in some of it I think it's, it's sort of in between yeah it's like the NES one it's more color depth than the NES for sure yeah, yeah. but I think Action Verge maybe has slightly more obvious tiles because in Super Metroid they did a lot I guess it's just like the tile set was bigger I suppose you might say. It didn't have quite so many obviously repeating sure. is the same tile yeah. over and over. They made an attempt to make it mildly more organic. Yeah. So I think maybe that's where Action Verge verges towards the Verges NES side. Verges. It looks like it has a bit more obvious tiles. <coughs> Balls. I yeah, know. I just want to say, yeah. Stuff stuff I may do in the near future, but I'll, I'll, I'll have to get hold of a legit copy of Super Metroid. <laughs> or an illegit copy, well. Uh, well, yeah. You can... I think you, that's on Virtual Console, isn't it? I think it is. I would be surprised if it wasn't. <laughs> well, I don't know. How much did they really release on Virtual Console? So, I mean, you know. Quite a lot in the end, but it depends whether or not it's made it to the Wii U version. Well, yeah, that is the trouble. That's yeah. the trouble. Yes, we shall. Yeah, yeah that's, not a bad, that's not a bad idea, actually. Maybe I should approach that at some point. What have you been playing, Rob? <laughs> hey, I played some. I played some of that hot new shit, Time Splitters Two. <laughs> okay. <Whoa. laughs> Randomly, like, well, you know, I was out, I was having a bit of a retro game evening with friends last night, and I had my pouch of GameCube titles. Yeah. I mentioned Time Splitters, and suddenly enthusiasm. <laughs> okay. Enthusiasm dawned. Yeah. So we played ourselves some Time Splitters 2 Deathmatch, just straight up Deathmatch on mostly recommended settings. That game is dope. <laughs> it's so much fun going back to it after so long. It's like, it's sort of a weird reminder because no game is like that anymore. No. Like, it is so out there. And it was, it's so filled with content. Like, I know. There's so much stuff in that game. And it's, yeah, it was, a, it was a hell of a good time. Which then made reminded me I should probably check in to see if Time Splitters Rewind has got anywhere. It's been several months since I last looked at that. Any news? Well, that's what I mean. I need to look oh, in. I need to I check in. I haven't done it, but... <laughs> so it reminds you, but then you didn't do it. Well, no, it's because this only happened, like, to yesterday. <laughs> so I haven't had time. It only happened within the last 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, I've barely been home. Show your face. Uh, what else did we play on this crazy? I played some Tokyo Jungle as well, which okay. I was trying to explain to Dan earlier. That is a crazy bloody game. It's kind of fun. Not exactly retro. No, but we <laughs> apart from sort of, just because it was, you know, we could kind of, yeah, it's kind of you know sort of strange and retro, and you know, it's Japaneseisms, I suppose. And yeah, Japaneseisms. Well, they have to make every game kind of arcadey and have a score and have ranks and. <laughs> That's what that game is, really. It's kind of crazy. Giraffes jump high. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of fun. Um, kind of a weird co-op experience if you just want to have a bit of a laugh. Yeah, I had a good time. Can't really explain it in full. We didn't do that much of it. So is that a PC game? PS3. PS3 game. Oh, okay. I don't think you have any choice with that because that was a sort of Sony in-house team uh, that really? made it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, weird thing. You can, there's a raptor to unlock eventually. A raptor. A raptor. Velociraptor. <gasps> Wii U wants to sell you stuff. <laughs> Does the Wii U genuinely pop up adverts list at random or? Yeah, I might. You can turn it off. I haven't. 
got around to it because I keep forgetting. They're saying you can play Super Mario 64 on Virtual Console. Wow. Funny we should say Virtual Console and the Wii's like, oh shit, download an advert now. <laughs> Not quite sure that's how that works. But... And DK64, which I bet doesn't hold up right now. <gasps> WarioWare touched. Oh, I want the original. <laughs> oh, okay. I, prefer, I think the DS version was the best version of WarioWare. But... I played Super Mario 64 on the DS version at some point relatively recently. Oh, yeah? Because that control scheme is weird. Yeah, it's properly strange, isn't it? Mm. I saw a screen grab the other day from that version of the game of Toad really insulting Luigi and being as mean as possible to yep. him. That was quite funny. Well, that's what all, all the, every NPC you can talk to when you're Luigi, you know. It's like, wow. Which is basically just the sure. Toads. <laughs> Where's Mario? Yeah. It's, kind of weird in, it's kind of weird in like, Luigi's Mansion where, where, you know, you're Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> and occasionally people still slip into that where they're like, oh man, why do you suck? <laughs> <laughs> Although there is the classic, there's the funny um, bit where every time you go into a level, you like teleport into the screen or whatever. And it's the same animation every time because it's just a canned animation or whatever, loading mm. loading transition. But then the, the Professor Egad calls it out where it's like, you've teleported so many times, you don't have to carry in fear every time. Don't do it this time. And then it's just the same animation again. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite funny. Well. <laughs> It's the year of Luigi. Yep. Always. <laughs> no, it isn't. That's over. Officially over. <laughs> the year of Luigi never ends. I know. I, I'm with you. I do like what they do with Luigi now. It's kind of, It's funny. It is funny. It's, it's never, never as funny as Paper Mario. Though. Yeah, Paper Mario is pretty great. <laughs> hey, bro, I've been on this excellent adventure. <laughs> get, the, get the compass. <laughs> yeah, it's classy. Uh, so for realsies, what have I been playing? Not a great deal new, I suppose. Um, I'm playing you know reasonable amount of Forza Horizon. Um, I don't really have much to add. That game is what it is. Do you reach the horizon um, yet? You can never reach the horizon. Oh, damn it! Why is a misnomer? You can, you can, you can, yeah. You can never reach the horizon. The horizon outruns you. There is a, a bucket list challenge called Race the Sun, which actually has nothing to do with racing. You just like drive along this coastline while it gets dark. No, that's no good. I guess you can. I guess there's no cars fast enough to actually race the sun. No, you'd have to fly a plane. No, you have to come up with a weird sort of challenge. <laughs> yeah, it needs to be Concord, doesn't it? I believe. Or do you need, uh, oh yeah, it's pretty fucking fast. Yeah. Well, when most people say like a race the sun challenge, it means like from daybreak to sunset, do this. Yeah, distance. do a thing. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I don't know how fast it is. I think Concord could do it because I remember them when there was a. Uh, total eclipse they at one point while concord was was flying they had people on board and they were staying within the within the yeah. the shadow for well that's not extended period yeah but that's not the rotation of the earth that's like the rotation that's slower i think the actual moon shadow traveling across the earth is slower than the rotation of the earth. yeah i think so Especially i mean it's additive direction yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it's additive or subtractive as well oh, yeah i hadn't thought of that oh i hadn't thought of that <laughs> uh, yeah Hmm, interesting. Actually, would it always be additive or would it always be subtractive? Because it must go in the same direction every time, right? Because the moon always in the same direction as the Earth rotates? Uh, yeah, it must do because of that's how it's spun out, like yeah. tidal, tidally. 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 So I guess it's always the same effect. It's always, it's always either slower or faster, but I can't work out in my head which one it is. <laughs> Shit. Oh well, physics. Fuck. <laughs> can't quite. Can't quite do it. <laughs> 
No. 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 <laughs> anyway. So, uh, a full horizon. Yeah, nothing, nothing really to add there. It's still okay as a kind of downtime game. Don't really have to think about it. I don't approach it in the same way that I approach normal Forza games. Yeah, so I find you know, the normal Forza games draw me in because they're hardcore racing sims, and I want to learn the tracks, and I want to get good at it. And, and this wanna... isn't making you want to shave seconds no, off your lap times. It really isn't. And they, which is a, kind of weird because the game kind of there are parts of the game that sort of push you in the direction of, hey, why don't you go to a car meet? Which is basically an online lobby, and go and steal someone's car design or and a, and a tuning setup. And actually, that is the car meets are one of the weirdest parts of the game, right? Because it like. It, when you first log in, you tend to uh, tend to end up at a car meet location, like car park, and people are there supposedly like looking at each other's cars and being, "Hey, look, look all this." And the game, always, like the character, the, the douchebag character in the game, <laughs> is basically always going, "Oh yeah, I quite like to catch myself, like you know, take a picture of that car over there or something like that." And it's, you can't take photos at a car meet, and it's like, <laughs> okay. and the game is actually encouraging you to take photos of as many different cars as possible. So it's like, why do people go to a car meet to kind of like drool over other cars, right? Yeah, and surely. I can't, and I can't do that there. So I can't take photos. It's stupid. <laughs> Pretty dumb. It's because they want you to buy the skin or whatever. They don't want you to just have a picture of it. They want you to force you to save the cool thing as you an actual. You don't buy skins in that game. It's like they're all just community made and stuff like that. It's all. Well, yeah, but that's what I meant. I meant you have to get it. Yeah. You can't just take a picture of it. Sure, sure. <laughs> okay. But. Yeah, it's it's that that bit in particular just strikes me as slightly weird, um, and you know I, I guess as the game goes on, the d bag man has been slightly less irritating because he hasn't said as much. <laughs> the classic would do. Yeah, like oh, we've run out of audio. Although every three championships, it still asks you a road trip back to the Horizon Festival road main trip. base, and then you get there, and he goes, "All right, after that hard day of driving, let's." party like, they make a big deal of the festival <laughs> thing and it just comes across as oh, i feel kind of uncomfortable that's about some guy telling me to party i don't know <laughs> i don't know they just okay. come across as weird I okay don't know. fair enough let's party <laughs> all right <laughs> you bow bow <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah so there's that We'll see how that it... was mainly about drooling over a car, wasn't it? That song was it because it was in that film Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and it played when they it was the classic Ferrari, and it just had shots of this Ferrari going, Ooh, oh yeah, <laughs> bowl, bowl. <laughs> it's Duff Man song, isn't it? Uh, well, yeah, they do use it for the Duff Man, yeah. <laughs> I'm Duff Man, look at my phones, anyway. Uh, <laughs> my veins. What else have we been playing? I've played quite a bit more Halo, actually. Halo? Uh, I ended up ending uh, just Halo. Master Chief Collection. But, you know, Halo 1 part of it. Yeah. So I've, I've finished Halo 1. Combat again. evolved. Yeah. God damn it. Sorry. I got, I got hooked. Sorry, Zag. You should have just played 4, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't care about that one. 
Well, you know, I'll continue to play through co-op, man, because we're playing it through in Legendary. I ended up doing the bloody library, right? And I accidentally did it in Legendary mode. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought I'd been, I'd been playing through I everything they, in Didn't heroic. they fix it, though, to some extent, in I the in the, in the remake? I think they, they did something. I don't think it's exactly the same with the, with the new look. I think they actually did something. No, because it's playing the old game underneath. I know, but I think they, they made some... I can't remember what it was, but I think they made some yeah, geometry. It seems exactly as I remember. It's fucking long. Oh, yeah, it does take a long time. But this this led me down a, di- a dark rabbit hole in that I thought, well, because the, the speed run challenge on that level is for 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, is that even remotely possible? Possible, right, yeah. So I put it in normal mode and gave it a shot. And I got as close as 27 minutes at the end. Right. Running, running it in normal mode. Running, going as fast as you could. Yeah. Which isn't which isn't too bad, but I couldn't. I still couldn't get it. And I tried. I tried way too many times, like three or four times, to do this. And this is like this is two hours of wasted time. What am I doing? Do you go for the shotgun with the flat? Yeah, what? yeah. Almost, almost, almost exclusively. Right. You can you can pretty much keep your ammo count up if you stick to it. Um, My problem is that there's always one freaking flood with a freaking rocket launcher. Yeah. It's in the fucking face. Oh no no yeah. This is my problem. Like the back half of Halo One. It's actually kind of crappy. Like, it, I don't think it holds up anymore. Mm. Like, because it's just... Actually, a lot of the design... Are like, there are levels that... Like, two betrayals, basically. It's basically Assault on the Control Room backwards. In reverse, yeah. And that level doesn't work as well as Assault on the Control Room. No. I mean, they do give you coming the, out the, of the, the giant... flying thing, or whatever, the banshees and stuff. Sure. That does mix up a bit. Yeah. But coming out of the giant pyramid is terrible. Because it starts with a couple of quite large fights mm. in that corridor coming out of the, the control room with no cover. Yeah, yeah, no it's cover like, at And all. it's the worst. Yeah, that sucks. It's properly terrible, that section. And then coming down the pyramid itself yeah. is actually really kind of crappy. Yeah. What it's... do you have to do? Do you have to find a banshee there? Or well, yeah, you yeah. There's, we, no, you get, you, no, oh, you have yeah. to go up on the left-hand side or whatever. But it's yeah, like a zigzag yeah. path up the pyramid, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so no, I'm, I mean, I'm, once you're at the base, to get, you have to go across the bridge, do you? No, no, not at that point. There were just banshees parked at the base. Oh, there are, so you um, can just, can just take off. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Uh, and then you fly to a high-up ledge to get to your first right. Your first plasma thing. Next bit, yeah. And then when you come out of there, you land on the bridge you went across. And just walk and, out. Yeah, yeah. and okay. go that way. Yeah, cool. Um, but it's like, yeah, that whole section there is... Uh, just getting off that because there's, 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 I think it's the first time you see a gold elite, yeah, um, in heroic mode. Anyway, um, is at the bottom of that, and it's like he's he's proper hardy. There is a sniper rifle there, so you can dispatch him quick. But there's a lot of dudes down there, and then there's not a lot of cover as you're coming off the base of the pyramid. So it's mm-hmm. like that that section is super irritating. Is that like um, a tank flying moving around? There's a tank as well. Yeah. yeah, a wraith. A wraith. Yeah. Um, yeah, the sniper rifles like in the kind of t- t- as you come out of the door in the like tower part of the yeah, there's, there's like a little stash. There's, isn't there? Yeah, there's one there. Oh no, that is the, that is the one. Sorry, there's, the one. there's a rocket launcher right towards the base as well, yeah. which is helpful. Um, anyway, I know but, what you mean. And I, I should use the rocket launcher more often because there's actually quite a lot. What you sort of forget about Halo is there's yeah. actually quite a lot of on levels that have the rocket launcher. There's actually quite a lot of ammo about. Well, that's what we did um, when we played the previous on the control room. When we, for some reason, after we'd been fighting it so hard that the first few levels playing in Legendary, when we got to this one, which we thought was going to be a big pain in the ass, it was actually quite easy. Yeah, it wasn't so bad, was it? Yeah. <laughs> but then we were playing 
I was playing with like needless sniper rifle, and Rob was going like rocket launcher plasma pistol. <laughs> yeah, it was like the most retarded weapon. <laughs> that is quite weird. <laughs> rocket launcher plasma pistol is really strange. That was a weird combo. It's because like, I would sort of like damage people, and Zach we'd tend to like focus our fire on the same guy a lot of the time. And well, uh, it's just like I was trying to get like the headshots real quickly on the elites and then my problem was like because I was had the needler and the and the sniper rifle like there was fuck all I could do in close range yeah. and yeah. it was a real waste to shoot like at any of yeah. the grunts or jackals because it's like you either have to needle combine them or waste the whole sniper rifle. whereas the plasma pistol is actually quite an effective weapon against all the covenant yeah units. I mean the, the the elite combo is both the pistols isn't it <laughs> yeah where you over target the and headshot, and headshot. Yeah. Yeah. that's it's a classic so, it's so hard to use though that's a classic. I would always go with, I would, uh, pretty much all through Halo One. I used pl- a plasma rifle and pistol. That was my combo. Uh, ammo for the pistol actually ends up getting quite scarce as yeah. you go through that game. So it's like becomes worth. And also, like Two Betrayals also has the problem of flood with a rocket launcher right round a corner, yeah. and they immediately just fire and you explode, and there was nothing you could have done yeah, about it. That's so annoying. Flood with rocket launchers. It's, uh, right it's those sections are awful. They re- they really are just bad. And it's like uh, the problem I have with Halo actually is the the number of occasions where there was nothing you could do about I mean, it it's actually so gets old, quite though. high. Like how old is that game? Oh, yeah, it's ancient. But it's like it's like twelve years old. Or yeah, something. it's crazy. What they did is amazing. Oh yeah, it's still an ama- it, at the time. I still consider it like it's a groundbreaking achievement at the time, even if the back half of that game is somewhat cheaply designed mm. and like you know, if you think about it, like mm. reusing reusing geometry, reusing sections, da da da, and. Even levels where they do go, like Keys is quite a cool level, really, even if it is most of the Truth and Reconciliation again. Yeah, um, but it's all gloopy and the pits. And yeah. Shit, and that's kind of cool. And, yeah. And, well, there's one set piece there in particular which should be awesome, but actually, like, when you play it on a harder difficulty level, it's kind of irritating. Mm. Where there's a bit where there's a load of the, the carrier, the flood carriers, running towards a group of Covenant. Like away, and you're on a sort of ledge watching it all unfold, mm. and you can sort of influence that battle from afar, which is kind of neat by sort of blowing up the carriers in the right locations to take out some hunters. Nice. Um, so that's kind of cool. Except for as when you jump into the fact, like all the fl- flood carriers are actually kind of appearing around the area you jump into and then run towards the middle. So when you decide to wade in, those are still spawning around you. And there are plenty of times where you just can't predict where they're going to be at that moment in time, and they'll just explode and you die. Right. And it's like, that's a trap. So I've spent a while influencing this battle, and I've jumped in, and then I've been killed by something I can't see because water is actually quite like dense. Dense and <laughs> I hard guess. to look through, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, so I, there was nothing I could do about that. And it's, that's quite frustrating because it makes what is a cool set piece yeah. kind of frustrating. <laughs> It's interesting. All of the levels reuse stuff from previous levels in the set, in the back half. Yeah, pretty much. The last Apart level the reuses the first level, doesn't it? Oh yeah, to a, yeah, um, but yeah. Actually, in the in the run up, yeah, and yeah. Then before you get into the jeep, anyway. Yeah, and then that whole section actually, you're like, it's a cool section. I really, really like it. Yeah, but that when you start to think about like all of this is on the pillar. Yeah, really. But the all cast- of these stupid yeah. like bits of shit. Are, yeah, it doesn't like, make make sense no. really. Yeah. But like, I like the. I actually like the cafeteria fight. It's fucking hard. It's, it is hard. But it's, it's, it's a cool... I like the Spec Ops dudes. I wish they were more in Halo. The Spec Ops elites yeah. with their super hardcore fuel rod cannon grunt dudes. Yeah, that was like a, such a cool idea. They look so cool as well. They do. They yeah, do. it's a cool sequence. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, I, 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 I didn't. didn't I just, like, the, the, those two last levels, I didn't mind as much as the run yeah. up to those. Yeah, like the bits, the bits that are primarily flood are not that game strong point. No, um, I mean the 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 introduction for flood is cool, obviously. Yeah. And then, yeah, three four three is okay, but that's um, quite an irritating level in itself because it's somewhat confusing because of the routes you have to take to get yeah, back out of it. You can get quite lost trying to get to the end, which yeah. is annoying. Uh, but it it was very atmospheric and cool looking. Mm. Um, but yeah, as I say, it's got me so like I'm hoped for Halo right now because it's like, yeah, uh, you, you you do get drawn in, you just get drawn in, and it's it's a cool bloody game, it's a cool bloody world, um, neat setup. Um, so the next question is, is do I jump into Halo 2 without Zach? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll wait. I'll have to... Well, that's actually probably a good thing. Maybe that'll force me to play something, start something else big, give Halo a rest for a while. Or just play Halo 4. You can do that, I don't no, care. That's fine. I'm going to play through them all in sequence. I'm going to get the... <laughs> actually, I don't know if they... You know the, the terminal sequences yeah. that they, they, they added? I don't know if they added them in the original anniversary version but it would kind of make sense if they did because there's some stuff in that that refers to the didact and the librarian <laughs> that maybe if you played anniversary before four before halo out. 4 came out that maybe you'd have a little bit a tiny bit of knowledge to explain what the shit was going on hmm. um because as much as i like halo 4 as a game that's their storytelling is terrible is pretty bad like Unless you have the background knowledge of who the hell the, the librarian and the didact are, yeah, 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 I could go on a rant about Halo Four on a, another occasion, I suppose, when we finally get to it. But um, I, yeah, it's, it's an interesting plot point, spoiled by how the game tells it or doesn't tell it, actually. <laughs> but anyway, Halo, it's cool. I still suck at the multiplayer. Which, to- which totally works, by the way. Now it's like I haven't had a single problem with it since that last patch came down. Um, Sweet, finally. Yeah, but yeah, it's cool that it works. Well, you know, apart from classic matchmaking issues, like I don't think the team balancing is particularly smart. Right, it's on ranked matches anyway. It's amazing how they can't get it as good as Halo Two was. Yep. Anyway, it's, it is fascinating how balls that that still is. I guess. Uh, and I was at Easter egg hunting while I was doing some of those levels as well, like with a guide. Like, just like, what, what is here? What do I need to, how do I get some of these achievements? What are they? And like, a lot of stuff you probably wouldn't find on your own, because some of it is quite obscure, like where to find the skulls that they added and where to find. Uh, you know, stuff like that. It's like there's, some, there's, some, there's some silly stuff about in those games. The Thirsty Grunt. What does that one do? It's one of those. There's a grunt in pretty much every Halo game somewhere who doesn't is a non-combatant effectively, okay. and you just stand next to him and he says stupid stuff. Oh, okay. Like there's there's a, there's a one at the end of Halo Three in the middle of everything exploding. He's just stood on the corner of a bit of scaffolding. Who you can go up to and like he'll be like, oh no, the end of the world. <laughs> Say all kinds of silly stuff. <laughs> Grunts are still kind of dumb in that world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're cool, but... That's why I like those Spec Ops grunts, because they mean business. <laughs> they're fuel rod cannons. And I, I sort of forgot that the fuel rod cannons explode after use. In yeah, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. That caught me out a number of You're times. You're like, oh, I'll pick this up. Boot, oh shit. <laughs> well, no, it was more that I didn't know what the hell killed me. Like, right, half the yeah. time. I was like, what the hell was that? Everyone yeah. was dead. Yeah, they just exploded. And then after a while, it's like, oh, the fuel rod cannons explode <laughs> like a plasma grenade, but green. 
I'm I'm a I'm a stupid. And I play some Goat Simulator. Goat Simulator. Do you have a more of a kind of um, an insight on what it is to be a goat now? Uh, I mean, I'm the Goat Queen. You're the Goat Queen, <laughs> apparently. What, what, how come? There's, a, there's an early Easter egg in that game where you can basically like enter a castle filled with goats and they bow to you and then you sit on the throne and then you get set on fire and then you go back, <laughs> you, you spawn back in the real world and then every time you press the special button, a dead goat spawns from the sky. I'm the queen of the goats. Yeah, that sounds like an accurate <laughs> simulation. That's about right, isn't it? Yeah, that's what goes to all day. <sighs> I can, I can sort of. My game is is insane and occasionally hilarious. I found it funny at first. Let's put it that way. <laughs> after after that point, it is basically like, okay, what does this do? Is there going to be something funny with this? Is that is, does this do anything? It's kind of a big old discovery game. It's like more than hunt the jokes, else. right? Kind of, yeah. The jokes. yeah. And that that does. I don't know. I've played it for about five, four or five hours. I think three hours on a Twitch stream the other day. And it's just kind of, I don't know, it does wear a little thin, because it's like some of it, it's, you know, it's janky as fuck, kind of intentionally janky yeah. as fuck, and it's hard to know what you're what you're supposed to be doing, I, I guess, and that's kind of the point, really, but I'm not that on board with that. No, yeah. I mean, it's okay. I guess it gets its joke across within the first five minutes, and then you're left wondering, what else is there? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'll we'll keep trying. Figure out what to do with that three hours of footage I have. Whether I should just put it up or whether Zach and I should do a video at some point. Or I don't know what to do. I don't now. think Zach cares about Goat Simulator. Well, I don't care. I think it's just like, like once you've seen the jokes, I don't think there's any point in no. trying well, to record yeah, I mean, a reaction at that point. I mean, once is, you've had your reaction. I mean, this is, why, this is why I was kind of playing it without sort of necessarily thinking about doing going to YouTube with it because there's like there's so much material about this game out there well, yeah, it's like done it. us doing something perhaps wasn't necessary hence why I did my we should just wait game. until we get to G and C and then by then it might be fresh again or fresh air <laughs> yeah maybe considering how fast we're getting through Steve we're still only at the start of B yeah, give it give it four more years <laughs> and then go simulator will come back so I'm probably good to just carry on. <laughs> I guess. Well, you started, so you need to finish. That's yeah. your. <laughs> that is my usual motto. It's got a dead mouse reference. Slightly more than a reference. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's outright ripping him off. I wonder if Dead Mouse gave his approval. I doubt it. I doubt it. He probably doesn't care. It's probably free publicist. Publis- Publicist? Publicity is the word. There we go. Publicity. 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 Welcome to the Publicity. Oh, and I actually went back into Sunset Overdrive. Oh, yeah, because oh. that was a thing. It was a thing, a DLC thing. Well, yeah, there's been there's been some DLC things, but I haven't got those. Yeah, but that, was that what prompted you to think about it? Then no, back in? no, I just felt like rap, oh, okay. mop, mopping up <laughs> because, as as I've said before, I, ha- I generally have a good time in that world, just dicking about and going from place to place isn't a problem. I had a few more. I had a single quest left to do. Um, I had a few more of the like the last few items to mop up in the world, which I've done so got the achievos. Uh, there's a little bit left to do still, some of which I will probably never do. 
because some of it is hard. Um, still, still really enjoy that game. It's fun. Get an Xbox One right now. Play Sunset Overdrive. Get that hot exclusive on the Microsoft platform. Oh, news. This week's uh, game, Xbox Live Gold game, this month's, sorry, Xbox Live game with gold, is you can still get hold of Rayman Legends if you haven't already got it. Um, Child of Light has turned up, which I fully recommend. Um... You get hold of and play. It might have been on a gold before, but it dropped off and, well, you know, it's there now, whatever. Go get it. You should really play that. But the new addition to the Games with Gold is Pool FX. Oh, Pool Nation FX. Pool Nation. Those balls are so round. Man. (laughs) I haven't actually played it yet. (coughs) You used to play pool. I've never really played it, so I was trying to learn. Oh yeah, but when I was I'm, when, I'm really shit. When I was like seventeen, yeah, sure, badly. Well, bad. we all drained at some point. Yeah, I don't remember trying when we were. We went to pool hall. I had a pool hall card, and that's me, the person who never yeah. goes out for any reason ever. Yeah. <laughs> I had a card. Well, that was, that. You didn't have a choice if you joined us at Riley's <laughs> well, at yes. any point. You needed one, but yeah. I mean, I went more than like once. Yeah, <laughs> several times more I don't than think once. I went yeah. many times to that place. We used to do it quite a bit. Yeah, but yeah. I'm terrible. Pool Nation. Get your Xbox balls. We weren't playing snooker though, so you know. I have to command snooker so hard. <laughs> yeah. How anyone plays snooker? Jimmy White's world win snooker. <laughs> yeah. I remembered some other news. Yeah? Because the, the thing about... Late breaking news! <laughs> thing with Sunset Overdrive releasing DLC... Which apparently made a boss or new boss or whatever, which supposedly yeah. is even more ridiculous than its actual last boss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as, if, as, as if that was possible. Oh shit, now that's fucked my thought up again. I forgot what the news was. Come on. Deals. Come so on, is, is under pressure. Deal- <laughs> you got to remember what it is. Is it DLC related? Sunset Overdrive related? What was he talking about before? Games of Gold related? Something. Pool? Something about a pool? Is it Sims Pools? Stop saying words! It's not helping! Are they putting swing pools into the Sims? <laughs> no, they're okay, really I think they might have already done yeah, that. Yeah, I think that was practically one of the first patches they did for yeah. Sims 4. Introduced swimming pools. Oh, I forgot what it was. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Someone <laughs> else keep talking and I'll try pools. You got anything, down? We haven't left you a lot of time. Uh, no. <laughs> I've barely played anything. I played some, um, you know, Towerfall Ascension. That's a really good game. Oh, yeah. We yeah. should totally play that now. My game's cool. Uh, I. Yeah. I, I haven't got much further in Homeworld, but I haven't got much more to say on it. It's hard. Um, it's cool, and it's hard. You should, oh, get, I through, you should get through it so we can have you talk about Homeworld too. <laughs> I oh, Christ. I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> I remember what the other bit of news was. Not really, not really that much of a news, but the... <laughs> of a news. A single news. A <laughs> <laughs> new. Um, Nintendo put up a voting page for who you want to be in the in Smash Bros. DLC. Community vote for who oh, the wow. next Smash Bros. DLC... Well, not the next. Who one of the future Smash Bros. DLC characters will be. What's the deal with Mewtwo? He's coming in DLC. Okay. Because, he's, he's like the first, I think. Because I think, isn't it certain people already have... Will, will already have be eligible to get access to him or something? I can't remember what the yeah, rules are. Some kind of like free, semi-free or whatever. Oh, no, it's for people that have both the... 3DS and the Wii U. Oh, right, yeah, that makes They get Mewtwo. Lucas. Oh, God. Lucas. Well, actually, Lucas was the better version of Ness. Well, it depends what you wanted. He was just like an alternate version of Ness. He's just a clone. Lucas. Again, basically. 
comes what out. What we're talking about. So yeah, who do you want in Smash Bros? It's also been said that he might turn up in as one of the characters in the in, in Mario Kart. Okay. Just, but I don't think that's part of the DLC because I think we know the characters are yeah. going to be in the Mario Kart DLC. But it's the tracks we don't know what that are going to be in the next part. But the real question is: like, does this community voting for who to theoretically put in Smash Brothers? Are we to assume that the most likely outcome is going to be any Nintendo any, character? Yeah, well, <laughs> not, and there's not going to be any like we're going to go out and try and make extra third party deals to get Snake back or whatever. <laughs> just use the deals they already have. Like. <laughs> yeah, you can just use deals you already have. Get Knuckles in there. I was I thought of a character who was like who would play like Snake. Oh no, wait, that's right. Yeah, I was like, if you want to have Snake but not Snake by using a Nintendo character, just put like Andy from Advance Wars. He can basically play like Snake. Uh, yeah, he probably, <laughs> probably could actually. Yeah. <laughs> basically the same. And his his like Uber Smash move would be I don't know a giant tag. Yeah. Or just some of the other guys from Advance Wars would turn up and do a tag team ability or something. <laughs> yeah. CO power type yep. thing. Yeah. Tag COs. There'll be a there'll be a, a period of time where artillery shells are constantly falling on it and it's playing that ding da ding ding Don't be bring grit. That's like the most boring game. I just want that music. Like really bit crushed. So yeah, he's just like Snake. That'd be a good way to reuse the the like moves that you've already got only with a Nintendo character. <laughs> you want like really obscure F Zero characters to come in. <laughs> you can't bring in any of the other F Zero characters. Samurai Gora, come on. No, they should bring in James McCloud. <laughs> <that'd be laughs> yeah, that would be pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be funny and real confusing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wonder how, yeah, I wonder. the thing is is that they, they they were stretching it a little bit with Captain Falcon and like what the bloody hell would he even do as a moveset? You know, <laughs> yeah, just punch things is the answer apparently. Falcon punch, and uh, well, yeah, know. but like what any, any fucking F Zero character. The only one is Samurai Gary, and he has a sword because he's a samurai. So yeah, you know, that's like that could sort of work. logic. And, and actually, he might still be a support trophy. Well, in yeah, the game, I think so he they, is. So they won't be able to do that. No. They're not going to put the other characters for F Zero. Oh, there's just going to be like a million and one requests for everyone for whoever's favorite Pokemon. Well, they can't put any more Pokemon in. If they do another fucking Pokemon, that'd be ridiculous. They're already bringing back Mewtwo, which everyone bitched about forever. Yeah, no one likes Mewtwo. And we've already got like five other fucking Pokemon. Yeah, no one, I don't. I don't want another Pokemon. Bring back Pichu. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you guys. You say that they'll probably do that. Anything that's missing from this iteration will probably come back, won't it? Pichu will almost certainly return. I'm betting on Crystal. That's the one that I hear most people oh, on the internet okay. voting for. Yeah, that could happen. They haven't done that before. Wouldn't mind the chance to beat up Tingle. <laughs> Skull, He's a support trophy, Skull Kid though. would be kind of a cool... Tingle's Some a people have been saying Skull Kid, and I don't understand how Why you not? think that could be an actual character. Tingle's... Why not? He's already a support trophy, obviously. So. Uh, right, I think okay. if they were going to do something like that, they'd, they'd probably bring in like Midna or something. Like, cause well, both mid- he's a, she's a support trophy as well. Oh, is she? Oh, yeah. Don't you remember? She's the one that teleports around and teleports oh, right next yeah. to you and then chucks you off the fucking screen oh, because yeah. it's impossible to avoid. Well, like, well, well, what about real form Midna? I don't know. Because both of those are like characters in human form Midna, I don't know. Is Sheik in this one? Yeah, there's yes. a separate character now. Yeah, like standalone character now. Okay, if you do Midna, you do her like in uh, the Dynasty Warriors thing, doing her riding a shadow wolf. Oh, yeah, that could be cool. <laughs> But yeah, as I say, yeah, the support trophy kind of screws that up. Well, it doesn't um, necessarily screw it up. They could remove that if they want to. I mean, Tingles is a support trophy as well, so. Yeah. 
Although Tingle is also playable in Hyrule Warriors. Oh, and Warriors. The, other, the other one I saw, which is a really good idea but won't happen because it's not popular enough, is they should do Isaac from Golden Sun as an actual character. Uh, yeah, Golden Sun is a good show. Because he turned actually. up as a support trophy in the last one. Yeah. I don't think he any longer. Oh, yeah, because he had the giant hand. The, yeah, the, the giant pushing hand. Yeah. Yeah, the Golden Sun's a good shout, actually. They should do something from But that. it's just not popular enough. It's not going to no, draw guess, enough yeah, attention. you're right. I mean, they did Bloody Duck Hunt. <laughs> Bring back that. That's not, a, that's not because that was an attention grabber. That was because that was a funny, yeah. funny in, old in terms school of Nintendo reference. characters they'll bring back, I reckon we'll see, like, see Ice Climbers. Not that I want them there, <laughs> but I reckon we'll see them. I guess. They, they, they fit in the character at one point in terms of for competitive play. I think mm. it's like they fit in with with the new game's obsession with like weird mechanics. <laughs> what if they use like the Namco license and pull in like a Tekken character? Or something? <laughs> I don't think it just fits with Smash Brothers. That <laughs> no, but have they ever put like an actual fighting game character into Smash Brothers? Because that's a bit weird. I don't think they have. Mm. <laughs> Unless you count Punch Out as a fighting game. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's probably the closest. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we're just bringing Ken. Because yeah, why yeah, the fuck? Because yeah. that'd be so stupid. Because <laughs> everyone would be expecting Ryu, and they'll be like, "No, fuck you, Ken." <laughs> yes, that's the best reason. <laughs> that would be stupid. And Blanca, someone from Soul Calibur. <laughs> yeah, Ivy. Because that would be totally appropriate yeah. for a Nintendo game. Totally. <laughs> Voldo. <laughs> oh yeah, totally bring Voldo in. Well, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. That'd be an awesome move set. That's why I'm thinking that Skull Kid could be quite. He's quite weird, like Voldo. He doesn't really it's not fight. That weird. How? Are you, what sort of moves is he going to? Is it going to be like mask based? Is it going to be yeah. transforming? Sure, why not? <laughs> I don't know. Ne- giant Navi. <laughs> A giant glowing ball. Like, <laughs> Navi. He's so stupid. At least Adam is a support trophy. He just goes, hey, listen, hey, and everyone listen. dies. <laughs> yeah. No, it should be like the Nintendo. It's like a giant Navi off on the screen going, hey, listen, and just like, screwing your view all the time. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> um, the Deku Tree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Man. What's the stupidest thing possible? A car. A car? But, you know, that's from that fight as Megamix, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And they had a fight in car. An Excite truck. Yeah, exactly. Excite truck. <laughs> yeah. Not an Excite bike, an Excite truck. Yep. I'm pretty sure Excite, Excite bike exists as a support, support trophy, so... You know, oh, here's a thought. Or does might, it? Is it Rio, like, one of the one of the bikers from, or one of the main, the characters that's been in Wave Race, both the Wave Race games, might... It's, that's obscure, but it's a shout. Have they had like what? Phoenix Wright? It's like Ryu Hazama or something. Oh, he was in Marvel vs. Capcom. Oh, that's right. where he came, came in. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've got Sega on board, so maybe they like, maybe there'll be something. More Sonic characters. Well, no, what about. Tails, why not? I mean. What about, uh, what's his face from Shenmue? That's like, <laughs> no, no. not a fighting game character. It's kind of. He, he fights. He fights, but he fights in a boring, generic way. Sure, but. Well, it could be a bit more martial arty than the others. Yes. No, his 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 like B moves would all be like putting out capsule toys and shit, <laughs> yeah. Just dumping crap into the arena. Super Hang On suddenly turns up, <laughs> or like Down B, he turns around to look at a tiny kitten in a box on the floor, <laughs> and somehow that's an attack. It's not, yeah. No, his, his his final smash will just be him rummaging through drawers <laughs> and discovering something explosive, and be like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> or a pachinko machine. It'll be a giant pachinko. Or a forklift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's good. That'll totally be it. 
No, that would just be his B move where he just presses it and like Wario's bike, a fortune comes out. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Maybe that's Ryu Hazama. I can't remember his actual name. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Yeah. What, what have Nintendo properties really are there? <laughs> yes, we've run out of... Cranky Kong. What, one of the other Kongs. Yeah. One of the Kongs. We've already got two. That's already too many. <laughs> Cranky Kong. You want Lanky? <laughs> Why do you want Lanky? Because he has a more interesting moveset. He's not as famous as Cranky Kong. Conkers. <laughs> Conker. Yeah. Conker. But that's a Microsoft IP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Point, they won't Shit, get that. I forgot about that. And none of the other rare stuff either. You're famed. No Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. That would be an awesome character. That would, actually. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Depends, depends if... Well, they've done deals with everyone else, but I suppose Microsoft, because they're tied to the Xbox platform, they probably... There's no chance, probably, of getting any of those. Yeah. Which is a real shame. No Jet Force Gemini. Did you guys actually play that game? Did you guys get the controller, whatever system, figured out, or whatever? For... For Smash Brothers. Uh, well, yeah, we've played it, but I play it... And I play it with the pro controller thing. You still don't like it. It's Can still get... not the best. What no. about GameCube controllers? What's I still, going on with I still that? can't get hold of one. Seriously? Because yeah. Davis literally just got one in his drawer that he's not using. I, could, I mean... Son of a bitch. Because he, he <laughs> he's had the whole setup since the beginning, so he could do... How many players can he get? 16? Eight. Yeah. Eight. Eight, yeah. Eight. Yeah, he's ready to go for that. He just hasn't... I don't think he has enough controllers, but he's got the adapters... A, a new, the new GameCube controllers, by the way, totally work with old GameCubes. Sweet. <laughs> you would have thought they would. Yeah. But it's just like, they're not actually new. So, no. yeah. I think you need to get that sorted out. Yeah. I, I've I, Admittedly, it's been a couple of weeks since I've looked, but I, because I, I heard, like, um, uh, I think it was mid March or something that they were supposed to be coming back in stock. Hmm. And, yeah, I've not seen anything. Right. Uh, they're still okay. They're still rare as hell. I will, I will totally pick one up as soon as it does because that will suddenly make that game. I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I'm hoping something. so at least. I actually yeah. To get into it. It's not as yeah. You're right. There's something feels wrong playing it on the gamepad. I actually haven't played it on the pro controller because I don't exactly have that. <laughs> oh yes. But, so. Um, so that's Smash Brothers news, yeah. and that's kind of the end of our podcast, I think, just about. I yeah. think we're reaching the end. Because yeah, it got dark in here, and I'm hungry. Yeah, it's dark. And <laughs> it's hungry. making me sleepy. Yeah, we're going to fall asleep before we eat. That's not yeah. good. And I've been eating chocolate, because it's Easter it's, Sunday. It's, it's mood lighting, man. We've been bathed in the... Bathed in a, no, a single red LED and two screens from the side. Yeah, it's literally dark. <laughs> right, okay, cool. Thanks for joining us, listeners. Um, stay tuned to happysad.net and our YouTube channel for crap. <laughs> 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 Sorry, uh, engaging content of the most... Uh, High-quality time. High-quality <laughs> possible. Well, I watch it, so... Can't <laughs> uh, so, obviously, Dad is very discerning. Yes, I'm a discerning man. And uh, yeah, stick, and stick to your original pitch. I think it was good. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and come back in two weeks for more audio crap. Sell it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>